This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 339 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, crisis actors. It's Mary. I think that given the weather changing, it's time for some spring cleaning. And today with this poll, we are cleaning out the chat of the feds. Yes. Uh, I did ask the chat, ladies and gentlemen, is paying taxes woke? Yes or no? Everything that we don't like is woke. So if you don't like taxes, they're woke. And it's coming up now because I I was having uh, issues with my tax forms this year. I was filling them out in protest, to be fair, in protest, filling them out uh, and ran into some trouble and had to get it taken care of today. So, you know, you were paying your taxes to protest paying your taxes. No, I was I was I was protesting while doing so. Oh, oh, yeah. I was basically screaming Attica while while paying my taxes. Uh, We have a guest host with us today. On a Wednesday, introduce me, yourself, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds that all sounds pretty woke. Um, these stink bugs are pretty woke too, man. You look like yeah. you're uh, having a great time. Uh, well, I was, I was relaxed, and then you said we're going live, and there was one on my leg, so you know I'm on guard now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but hey, guys, it's Kellen. Thanks for having me. Having uh, having a good day, buddy. Uh, it's I just it just started for me, you know, just night started. shift. I just woke up and come, you know, came here. All right, so. I just zoomed in your shot a little bit, so you're gonna sit like this the whole time. Yeah, you got the you got the good uh, posture right there. Yeah, sure. All right, we had a bunch of stuff to talk about today, guys. The Little Mermaid. If there wasn't enough bad press surrounding the Little Mermaid, they are going to be updating the music for modern audiences. You too can say that in the critical drinker's voice. Uh, we will talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about how they're updating the song uh, Kiss the Girl, which, of course, you know, in 2023, you can't do that. You can't kiss Cinderella, and you certainly can't kiss Little Mermaid without getting consent from uh, either of those lovely young women. So we will talk about that. We're going to talk about Lizzo. She is in a shapewear civil war, if that's uh, so, such a thing is, is real. She was also, she did an episode of The Mandalorian because The Mandalorian is uh, falling off a cliff. As Mary said, it was that's never a, good. Is, is never good? No. All right. Uh, Mary, Mary said on her Twitter or on our Instagram earlier that uh, good thing Gina Carano got out when she did. Dodged a bullet there. Dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Donald Glover. He's, uh, he's producing a project for Malia Obama. Yes, that's it's a, a real, short that's, film, yes. right? Let yeah. me guess what it's going to be about, though. What do you think is it's going to be about? Is it going to be about social justice and racism? Dude, I hope so. That's I, I can imagine that would that. be so. That would be such an original hey, idea. I won't. I'd take actually this, be shocked. I'd be floored. I by won't that. take this Donald Glover uh, slander. He's actually been pretty based through it all. Yeah, no, Atlanta's no, actually, no. Show. That's what. What's, After what this is America, yeah. really? It's one song. Yeah. And honestly, if the you, music video was awful it, it was a piece of art you know and, and it, it wasn't was a whole album it um, wasn't a whole album and he didn't try to shove it down your throat he's just like i made a song and then mainstream I do media like childish gambino for the most part as yeah. a rapper so. i'm not saying he's not yeah. talented i'm just yeah. saying he's go woke. listen to his other stuff go listen to bonfire go listen to freaks and geeks all right yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that i also want to talk about the fact that tina fey called him a, an actually she actually called him a diversity hire 
uh, via NBC's diversity initiative. So we're going to get into all of that. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about uh, if there's one thing Pop Culture Crisis has become very talented at here, we are here to let you know about all the degeneracy that is coming to your screens in the form of reality television. We found something that somehow every bit is degenerate, if not more degenerate than MILF Manor, and that is a show called Naked Education in which old people get naked in front of children. You think I'm kidding? It's I'm not kidding. It's That's the, the show. premise of the show. In the guise of... Uh, body positivity body and diverse yeah. in, in helping people understand that not all bodies look the same. For that, Kellen, it's okay for old, wrinkly people to get naked in front of uh, 14 to 16-year-olds. Yeah. Arrest them all. Yeah, basically. So, oh, also they refer to it as uh, she's breaking taboos. It's funny that we have to worry about whether YouTube will penalize us for covering this topic, but they don't have to worry about their show getting canceled nope. because they're literally being child predators. We got a $20 one right there, Mary. Francisco Sanchez Jr. said, hello, Mary, Kellen, and the King Brett. This is for Taylor. Two really good Bigfoot horror movies exists from Blair Witch Project director and Primal Rage. Uh, what's funny about that okay. is after we did that segment yesterday, uh, I got a message from Wesley. He's like, oh, man, I got I got to come on there. I, was, I knew he would be upset because he's such a big fan of anything cryptid. Yeah, uh, that, So he's like, he's like, oh, I got to come on and set the record straight about all that. Does he think that, that Bigfoot's real? I, I, I'm not going to speak for him, but we will have him on okay. scene to talk about all that. Uh, by the way, guys, she read that $20 super chat because uh, anytime you super chat over $20, we will interrupt the conversation and get started reading that right away and then work our way back into the conversation as best we can. We do our very best to not get uh, distracted when we get interrupted. But if you'd like to interrupt us and try to get us off topic, you can do that. Also remember to please hit the like button, subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already. Turn the notification bell on so that you get notified anytime a new episode of Pop Culture Crisis goes live or one of our segments goes up. If you are ready, guys, then we can just get right into it. We're ready. Uh, yeah, as ready as I'll be. All right, so we got a couple of smaller announcements first. The first is that Super Mario Bros. is looking to open big $225 million hmm. opening, uh, which is uh, $125 million they're predicting in the North American market and $100 million plus overseas. So take that, uh, Chris Pratt haters. Um, you know, I was watching a trailer, and well, it was actually a tweet, um, and someone said, you know, if... Princess Peach had all these ninja moves. How is she always getting captured? That's well. That's a good question. And then I was thinking about the conversation that we had. That you're not allowed to be a vulnerable feminine woman anymore in uh, Hollywood. No. So that's why Princess Peach is a ninja. It's because you can't be. Oh, help me, Mario! You can't be that. That that would not be. Uh, they kind of did that to Bo Peep in Toy Story as well, like yep. really badly. But I don't think it's going to be as extreme in this case. We'll see. Uh, it's really funny because that's maybe that's like one of those like tropes that I miss from the old days. Like one of the great things about Buffy the Vampire Slayer is she's the opposite of that. She doesn't need to be saved by anyone. But then when Angel started, you do get some of those scenes where Angel gets to help the the damsel in distress. 
I love it. Uh, I'm here for it. It's one of those things that I talk about where it speaks to reality. And you don't, you can't always understand why something doesn't feel authentic in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't pay that close of attention to how they see things ideologically, but you understand BS when you see it, right? And one of those things that feels natural is when uh, a big hulking dude the size of David Boreanaz has to come and save a, a very tiny woman. I mean, that he, makes it sense. doesn't even need to be some kind of like size difference. Yeah thing like can men just do something correctly on screen and not be f-ups for once i also was thinking about this with like hermione and ron because we were talking about them yesterday yep how some moments in the books where ron gets a success she takes it in the movies yep. it's her it's her moment in mm. the movies so then why are we supposed to believe that she sees anything in him yeah, it is always, you know, it, it makes like, more sense as the in in the books, because what they go through throughout the the sixth as the sixth and the seventh book, especially once they're no longer at school in the seventh book. And they're basically looking for horcruxes together. There's a lot of shared. Um, first of all, there's like tension between them that's built up over the previous books. But yeah. then once they start going through all of that shared trauma together of trying to track down these magical artifacts and destroy Voldemort, it makes more sense. But in the movies, it, it just happens too quickly. And it's just like, what would she see in this guy? Yeah. And like, then there was almost nothing in the previous yeah. movies from what I can tell so far. So we will uh, we'll see how it goes, but Chris Pratt will laugh all the way to the bank, and he's going to continue to be a nice guy. Now, what I want somebody to make is they need to make a, a, a like a, a superimposed version of Mario with a Gadsden flag on his hat, uh, <laughs> and then put Chris Pratt to, like voiceover over it. It'd be amazing. I bet Chris Pratt says taxation is woke. That would be uh, it'd be an interesting. I don't uh, know. You think so? It'd be yeah. an interesting movie, Life After Mario, or like Life After the Adventure, and he's just like in a cardboard box in New York City trying to get by. Mario? Yeah. There are already people dressed up as Mario in a cardboard <laughs> box in New York City, so See, it, it's a little it, too accurate to reality. Yeah. 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 It'll, <laughs> be like a, it'll be a documentary. It's, uh, and if it was up to these weirdos on, on Twitter that Chris Pratt would be in a box out in New York City and he wouldn't have a family, he wouldn't have kids. He would just be miserable because he dares to Because he went to know. Hillsong. Yeah, because, like like supposedly <laughs> went to Hillsong. I don't even know if that part is true. I like, don't know I, either. Like, and a lot of them went there, right? Like the Kardashians went to Hillsong and so did Justin Bieber for a period of time. And the principle is that they think Hillsong is homophobic, right? Yes. I don't even know what that is. But it's yeah. like, it's like a, it's a famous go to any, oh. any self-professing Catholic celebrity and Get them to answer for what the Catholic Church says yeah. about homosexuality. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today that's shopify.com slash system is that supposed to be like, like it's irrelevant is that supposed to be like the equivalent of like a politician kissing a baby is that like that what that church is Hillsong? like with all these celebrities oh, going there uh, i don't know i mean like if anything you'd think a lot of them go to bigger churches because the bigger church might understand their need for privacy I don't know. Like, uh, also in the chat, somebody, uh, Hellraiser Art says, I don't think Chris Pratt is as based as they want him to be. I don't actually think so either. That. I think he's just, uh, he's what I would call like a, a, he somehow managed to keep normie status. He walked back his religious, yeah. 
beliefs and people anyway. didn't like that when well, we made a video about well, that you know what like he, he said should have stun, he should have uh, stood strong I, I don't know if it was a joke I think it was a joke but he was saying like how he's hoping people understand that his Mario voice will help fight stigmas <laughs> and I'm like what against Italian people against Italian people I, I, dude Mario is a Valid. timeless video game character we don't need you to freaking rub your grubby little fingers all over it and oh, change it what if he did an Italian accent that was badly done that would be worse right that's probably that's probably what happened and he's like oh i gotta come up with an excuse they can't know that i'm not talented you know yeah. chris pratt is talented Let's leave him alone. yeah but there are no a-list or italian he's, voice actors he's not da vinci okay he can't do everything <laughs> all right we'll get a couple of other things i want to bring this up uh, just a little bit so bam margera made this weird video where he basically said that he wants to to box johnny knoxville and i don't really <laughs> want to talk about that i want to talk just just a little bit about the downward spiral that Bam Margera is on and pointed out as something where I've joked in the past about substance abuse because I myself am in recovery and feel like on the other end of that, it lends perspective and allows me to kind of joke about stuff like that because I do understand how serious it is. On my shoulder? Yeah. Side? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, Go on. Thank you. Uh, but with a situation like this, what we're looking at here is uh, a very clear downward trajectory that's going very poorly in which a lot of people have gone out of their way to try to help him between Johnny Knoxville, between Steve-O and everyone that got him involved in Jackass and when they were making Jackass the movie that he was not able to stay sober for. And you, if we just, I didn't even pull up a specific article. I just went to TMZ and looked up There's Bam Margera. And these uh, last six or seven pieces are just within the last couple of days. And yeah. it's everything from wants to fight Johnny Knoxville in this weird video where he's just randomly talking about it. He's kicked out of a hotel right before an arrest because he was fighting with his ex-wife. He's fighting with his ex-wife in public over custody of their son. And what I see here is someone who is struggling to stay sober, who desperately wants to be a good father to his son, but doesn't realize that he's not in that position right now. And it's leading him down a very, very dark and dangerous path because he's been taken to rehab. He's been told routinely by people that care about him. We're not talking about just random people saying, hey man, maybe you should get sober. People that know him well, people that clearly care about him and have no vested financial interest in keeping him using. We're not, this isn't a Britney Spears thing I where it's somebody, this, yeah, this isn't a Britney Spears thing where people benefit from him being on drugs. These are his friends who are all self-sufficient on their own. You could maybe True. make the argument that the ex-wife could have a problem, uh, could do this, but that doesn't seem that way to me. It's just a very clear trajectory. He got a face tattoo with his son's name on it. No. Like it's all very erratic oh behavior. That's indicative of someone that's well, going through a very, very rough time right now. I, and I, I would imagine that being someone who is on the show, on the movie, in the movies, Jackass early on too, yeah. you know, like you kind of have to be out there to agree to just humiliate yourself and hurt yourself yeah. for laughs. Like, True. so he's probably already kind of dealing with mental illness. And then, yeah, if there's addiction going on, it's just going to completely derail the train. Well, to know? what extent would you guys say, like, jackass or entertainment, like, did this to him? Oh, I, I, I don't, I, I never am going to put the, that blame on somebody else. You make the, you make And not, not on a person, but on um, an industry. Um, even, even then, 
you're like when it comes to drugs, you are responsible for your own actions. You can you can absolutely be manipulated and uh, and taken down a, a dark path, but there is uh, a lot of opportunities in your life each and every day to turn that around. It's one of the hardest things in the entire world to do. I'm in no way saying that what they're asking of him or what he needs to do is easy. But the simple fact is that to get clean, you do have to take responsibility for your own actions in the future. You may not have control over what happened to you in the past, but you are in control of what happens to you in the future. And he's going to have mm -hmm. to, to do that. Steve-O left this like long message basically saying, look, I took you on tour to show you what you could be, you know, what you could have if you understood how important being sober was. Right. And he's just, he's not ready to be so, there yet. This public though. I don't what? know if that's I was not public. a fan of the public part of that either, but he was also called out by, like Steve-O was called out by him in public, so he responded yeah. in public. What, what, what do you do in this situation though? Because, you know, I think it's a lot of, a public Twitter, like tweet yeah. or a video, it's not gonna help Bam. Like he, you need someone to be like, I don't care what you're saying, I'm not listening to you. You grab him by the wrist and you take him to rehab. They've done that, he left. Well, you can't like I like so. Uh, what do you do in this situation? A person cannot voluntarily commit him. I mean, what do you do? Go no contact. Yeah, well, a lot of people. Do it's that. not going to help. I mean, because is it going to make him spiral more? That's Danzatastic said. Rookie of the year is a classic. Ah. Jingle all the way is more of a classic. Was going to use this super chat to sim for Mary, but instead I just want to say, Brett, I am proud of you for staying clean. I know it can be difficult. Thank you. Thank I'm you glad very you much used your that. super chat wisely. <laughs> also, um, he is correct that Jingle All the Way is a classic. Uh, and if you are a fan, have you ever seen Rookie of the Year? Kelly? Yeah, that's a good one. I like well, that one. Well, stay tuned for today's Crisis Party sound effect. It oh. is, in fact, inspired by Rookie of the Year. So look, I'm I'm all I'm saying with with uh, Bam is that I get what he's going through. I went through something very similar. M mine was a little bit different. When I when I was going through the worst of it, I became very much it. it it leaned into the most isolate, like my worst isolationist tendencies, meaning that when I used, I did not act out. If anything, I self-destructed privately. Yeah, from everything you've said, you at least were able to seem functional yes. to also, the people around you. But for Ben Margera, he's obviously making a yeah. huge spectacle. Well, it depends on like, I mean, everyone's going to react differently. And there's different substances out there yes. that you can be addicted to. Yep. But, you know, it's a damn shame that you can't... Like, I guess it's voluntary to go to rehab and he can check himself out. He was in rehab earlier this year and he, he left. And he left. He wouldn't stay. But, so. so I don't even know, like, psychiatric holds are not even common anymore. So it's like how, as a society, even if you're a friend that truly wants to help him, how? That's how are the, you supposed first, to do that? Like when I when I got clean, that was after uh, I. But it wasn't because somebody committed me. It's because I was uh, going through something where it's, I was acting out while on something, mm -hmm. and that led to a seventy-two hour cycle that that was released after twenty-four hours. Because once you sober up, you're no longer right. acting out, and it's like you can't rely on the system to fix to fix you, and you un, unfortunately you can't rely on your friends either. You have to at a certain point look at your behavior and decide you want to change. It's one of the hardest things in the world to do. But for someone like him, with a child, with custody problems and all that stuff, some people will look at that as the wake-up call. Other people will look at that as something that is a trigger and makes it even worse. Mm -hmm. And he will need to find a way to turn this into a wake-up call and not a trigger. Well, who was it? Matthew McConaughey that... Recent in recent years, did like that weird retreat in the desert for like two weeks, and no one heard from him. And no one, was it yeah. McConaughey? I don't know. A famous celebrity, I think it was him, 
I could be wrong. Chat, if you know the answer, please let me know. But yep. uh, he just disappeared for two, three weeks. I don't think it was drugs related, but maybe that's something that needs to happen. Like completely removed himself from his normal life, right? He took a different country, completely different landscape, you know, no internet, no cell phones for three weeks. And he came back and he did it for like a more spiritual kind of retreat. But it's not the same. Thing I don't know if that would help you, people like this. If you if you start going through withdrawal in a foreign country, you're going to be terrified I and it's okay. going to be scary. Sure. You need to be under you need. You can't just do that on your own. But you can't have that safety net. That is the United States currently. That's going to entertain your addiction, just like they entertain Britney's craziness like like, that's the thing. Men get neglected, but the women who would act like uh, Bam Margera are going to be celebrated for being their true selves. So it's uh, like, how, weird? how I, I do we... We, we need to that. rip out the safety I don't see people... The thing is, it is true that with Britney, people are still, like, coping and commenting that she's finally free to be herself, and this is why she's acting erratically. And for Bam Margera, no one is denying the fact that yeah. this is obviously an addiction spiraling out of control. Um, this morning I watched a video by Drew Monson, my toehold on YouTube, and he like has made comebacks to YouTube like over and over and over again. Mm. He's like done a hiatus and then come back, done a hiatus and then come back in a constant like cycle for a long time. And then he finally talked about his addiction and like going to rehab and stuff. Um, and he... One thing he said was that when he was in rehab and told other people in rehab what he was there for, it was like sleeping pills or something. They were like, oh, that's not bad enough. You're not you're going to be here again or something like that's such a, a horrible thing to say to someone. And also another thing he said was um, there was like a visitation hour where some uh, other patient's daughter came to visit him um, this like middle-aged guy that was also there and then recognized him from oh, his that's, YouTube. That's gotta be horrible. From across the room. Yeah. And then the guy goes over to him and it says, it says like, oh, my daughter recognizes you from YouTube. Would you be willing to say hi to her? Like when you're literally like, at your most Like this is some kind vulnerable. of meet and greet. Yeah. Right. Like he's, he's at his insane. most vulnerable. It's like uh, with, with uh, Takashi 69 when yeah. he just got jumped and there's the guy that always like, hey, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> right after he gets so jumped. So weird, right? Like what is wrong with people's like social it, It's been, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's been quantified, right? You're, you're in <laughs> like through social media, like the likes and the view counts and the yeah. clicks, right? You're able to now put a number to how well you're being a member in society. And that's what it is. Yeah. If I get a selfie with this person, imagine, imagine what everyone else will think. Well, uh, my hope is that Bam Margera can turn it around because uh, unfortunately this is uh, the type of cycle that I've seen all too often. So uh, I'll it's keep been an like eye this on it. for a while but, though. Yeah, but I'm saying it's, it's ramped up in recent months uh, since he left rehab and wouldn't stay in rehab afterwards. So mm -hmm. we'll, yeah. we'll see. Like that's like, it's not the, it's not the most, uncommon thing for somebody in his position but it just seems to be particularly volatile so my hope is that it turns out uh better for him than it does for a lot of people in that situation all right i got one more small thing i want to rant about just ever so slightly if you guys saw i posted on twitter earlier 
there was an article posted about uh, it's a common uh, argument that's been going on in comics for a long time, which is what the Punisher logo means and its association with law enforcement. And that was fine when it was just comics people arguing about it, but now they're bringing that storyline into the Daredevil Born Again series, which I am not a fan of. Uh, this article says Daredevil Born Again reportedly shows John Bernthal's Punisher go on a rampage after racist cops misuse his logo. And he says, you and I are not the same. Now, that the funny thing is that's a, a funny mis misconstruction of the original idea of that comic, which was he says to a, a cop, he says, look, I'm a criminal. You're law enforcement. You shouldn't be worshiping my logo. That doesn't make any sense, which is fine, right? My problem is actually more the fact that they're turning something that is clearly like an in joke, like, like like an in conversation between comics nerds and people in that industry and turning it into a meta storyline that doesn't need to be there. Like I don't want cops in the in the world that in which the Punisher Frank Castle exists, I don't want them to think about the Punisher logo at all. I don't want it to matter. In the Daredevil series, if we're not talking about the comics, if we're talking about the series, he doesn't even really put the, the skull logo on until almost the end of uh, his run in Daredevil. Uh, also, I would have to ask, like, like, do they really think that normies, especially normie law enforcement officers, know a ton about Punisher ideology and history? I would bet that most see a cool logo because let's right. face it it is a super cool logo and they at most know he's a cool anti-hero that likes guns well that's that's just it like this is what's happening it's a convenient way to just have the punisher go on a rampage like the anti-hero you can't really do that anymore it's not allowed uh the few examples are deadpool because he's Funny oh, I and disagree. Jokes I, the I whole think, time. I think they. I think more than ever they. But, pr they actually push this type of gray level. You uh, can't gray morality. But you can't have the Punisher go on a rampage nowadays unless it's for some noble cause. Those racist cops. We'll yeah. get them. It's also, right? That was the other so thing I was going to say. like, what about the what about the not racist cops who like the logo? Are they okay? Like, <laughs> well, they think all I mean, cops yeah, are racist. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Imagine the one guy that just happened to be on shift that day, and now his family's got no father because the Punisher got uh, triggered by someone else using like this seems like a copyright they've issue also, it seems like, like they've on. racialized the encounter that happened in the comics where he said you and i are not the same so uh originally it was about him being a criminal and them being law enforcement yes. now it's about him being not racist and them being racist which, which reminded like <laughs> me of um which reminded me of the hilarious gaffe that went on during the show Peacemaker, in which everybody hates um, uh, Peacemaker's oh, dad. We've got a oh, super go chat it. from Shane H. Wilder. He said, what's next? Are they going to retcon out Daredevil's Catholicism in order to push a narrative, even though it's a titular part of his character? Yes. Stay salty, my brother and sis brothers and sister. They will, After they all, you are the salt of the earth. Uh, I don't think they'll ever retcon out his his Christian uh, his, his Catholicism. I think they'll they'll they lean less on it. Here's the thing, though. Okay, so uh, the average pro the average cop is not steeped in ideology. They don't care. Uh, and I lost my train of thought. Okay, so okay, I was talking about Peacemaker. Okay, so in the show Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker's dad, who was a white supremacist, raises his son to be a thoughtless killer. Right, and in the show, they never get mad at his dad for raising a kid to be a murderer. They get mad at his dad for being racist, which is like, 
Really? Again, though, like peace keep uh, peacemakers. They're both uh, bad. Is it's... an example of what I was saying. Antihero. You can't just be an antihero that does badass things. Like you have to be charming and witty, and that's what John Cena is with that character. Like that's what Deadpool is. Like you can't actually just have a antihero that just goes on a rampage unless there's some angle to it, right? Unless it's for a noble cause or he's being silly and funny and cute, right? Like that doesn't. Like, I'm trying to think of an example of truly just a rampage in a recent show or movie that was just that in itself. I mean, the, the, of the we act, saw John Wick, I guess. John Wick, yeah, I was immediately thinking. Yeah, but, yeah. Those are but, bad, but those are still considered bad guys. Well, it's like the only bad things that bad guys can do in cinema now, and I'm not saying these things aren't wrong, but it's grape and racism and hurting animals. That's it's, the only thing that you can do. Maybe capitalism is also on that yes. list. Yes, businessmen are bad. Businessmen, they're yeah. bad. So those things are, are what you're allowed to uh, seek retribution yeah. for. Anything else, any level of betrayal, uh, personal slights. So, so think about, like he says, you and I are not the same. Why? Because you're racist, but, uh, and then what if the cop's like, okay, sure, I guess I'm that, but you, you kill people without due process, so that's, are, are but you But that's not, you know, in their and, moral compass, that doesn't carry anything, and, you know? And the sad fact of the matter is, normie people don't understand this weird obsession you have with this. They just see the logo, they think he's a cool, that, that the logo is cool. At most, I they doubt might they remember, know what the Punisher yeah, is. And, and they don't realize that a lot of this is because Jerry Conway, uh, the creator of the character, had come out and said that he doesn't like the fact that uh, cops in the military adopt the logo. This was the quote that I thought was funny. It says, uh, it certainly makes a great emotional release when they talk about cops who, uh, who identify with Frank Castle because he's a traumatized veteran. Like I said, I bet you half those cops don't even know that the Punisher's name is Frank Castle. Uh, say, it says, but the trouble begins when cops love the symbol and essentially adopt the ideology of the character in their real life and line of work. Imagine thinking people... They don't have the time of day for pay this. Pay this much attention exactly. to what you're creating. That's like an inflated sense of your own creation's relevance to the culture. Exactly. The logo is what has relevance to the culture, not the story behind it. It's kind of Which like... actually, if you're thinking about making a profit, yeah. is what's important. Making something that's marketable even divorced from the source material unfortunately that's how you make money that can support more creativity in comics selling things with a logo on it that people don't know yeah. what it means or what it's from you know that's that, um, how you support that industry you know that the character of i'm gonna get back to the point here real quick you know the character have you ever seen the the bumper stickers it's calvin from calvin and Hobbes peeing on something and yeah, you can yeah, just yeah, insert yeah, yeah. anything it's usually a football logo it's, it's some type of logo okay. and it's uh but th those were never actually legally made because bill watterson who created those comics uh, created the calvin and uh, Hobbes comics never allowed any of that to be licensed he wouldn't even allow them to make Hobbes plushies to be made because he thought it destroyed the creativity of the character. The other thing about this is that the, my main issue with it is it's fine when people want to have these arguments in the comic circle. I get it. Like, I think it's stupid and I think they're wrong, but it's inside baseball and that makes sense. Right. Making it part of the, the, regu of the regular story. Go for old it. Old Warrior yeah. 34. Yeah. 
that says even in comics yeah. they're trying to rebrand the Punisher into a samurai by changing his logo and making him Leader use of the only swords. Yeah, they yeah, they, they got rid of characters. The, no, no, that's no, it's got nothing to do with that. They they did this to they wanted to distance themselves from the self-understood stigma around the Punisher that's not actually there, but it's in their paranoid brains that there's a stigma there. Well, there are what like two is, people on Twitter that yeah. have brought it up yeah. to them. And they, so they made think it's um, a huge problem. What they did is they changed the logo they gave him swords and if i remember correctly they made him the leader of the hand uh and then him and daredevil both took the hand is a is a ninja organization that right, was in right, that right, was right. in that part of the marvel universe uh it's stupid all of it's stupid but the biggest problem i have with it is that it doesn't make sense you're taking uh a serious storyline in a serious character that does serious things and you're making it a weird type of meta that I don't like. Like it, the story is serious enough and should have enough gravitas that it doesn't need some type of lame meta hook to get people involved. To get people it, who hate cops to yeah. pog at the screen when they see yep. this scene. I don't even know if it's real because it's just some like random gossip account that reported I don't it. Know, but Daredevil's yep. forgettable to me anyway. Like. I, Good. I'm glad they're doing this nope. so they okay, can just no. end this end the series. And here's the thing, guys. Don't in that somebody mentions Punisher and Batman. I said no. You don't ever see cops with a sticker of Batman. He's a vigilante. You like, know what they do? I yeah. like the Decepticon logo. The, That's the, pretty cool you though. That You'll too. see that. Yeah. But then again, the cops were Decepticons in the Transformers movies. Yes, like, they were. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, so. That's funny. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they even had like the, they remember when they suddenly could like become humans too in, tra in the Transformers 2, which made no sense. I, yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. it. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, if you don't remember Netflix Daredevil, don't watch the show when it comes up. There's one there from Because Reasons. Because Reasons said, what about defunded cops who are told not to enforce <laughs> many laws or defend the Constitution that have, that have to become said anti-hero? Can they wear the logo? Um, I would. Uh, I don't know what that entails. I would ask them to if they're if they're being told to uh, to enforce unjust laws and to not follow the constitution to leave the profession. Yeah. I think everyone on in this conversation yeah. uh, involved in this conversation is yeah. like cringe. Like the people who are triggered when they see the Punisher logo on the back of somebody's yeah. car, they're cringe. And the people who put that sticker on the back of their car with a thin blue line on that it is are, the just, worst. I are like... just as cringe because you're using yeah. the the creation of literally Disney, like the biggest entertainment I mean, mega that, corporation that, there is. That logo to represent before yeah. what? Like, that, that that logo existed before it was a Disney property. So that's like, well, sure, but. Yeah. Now we're looking at it because Daredevil Reborn is happening yep. and now it's a Disney property. But you're using like a Disney logo <laughs> to represent your opposition to the system or something. Like it doesn't it doesn't make sense on either side of the issue. There's one from George Ware right there. George Ware said, as a cop, I wear a Frank Castle logo. Can you m milk me? Falker? I, I'll ask you this. Uh, when you. Falker. <laughs> Kellen's face right now is fantastic. You get the reference. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Oh, yeah, I gotta watch that movie okay. again now. Um, like, wearing the logo, do you wear it because you, you like the logo or because you, you subscribe to Punisher's ideology? And for the other well, cops that you know... Does he have an ideology? Uh, I mean, the, in the, the, his, his story has changed from the comics to the, to the television series. They make him much more sympathetic in the television series. But I would ask, I would ask George Ware, do the other cops who have that logo on something, if you do know any of them, are they Punisher fans or do they just like the logo? And I do want to point out before we move on, guys, go back and just watch Daredevil Season 2 and the first season of The Punisher. Do not watch this garbage that's coming out with Dude, Daredevil Born Again. And in particular, when I talk about a serious show, I'm talking about two things in particular. There is the scene on the roof in which Daredevil and Punisher go back and forth about their methodological approach to fighting crime. Daredevil's being, there's always going to be the opportunity for redemption. Anybody can be redeemed. You can't just, you know, off them because they're bad people, right? You have to give them, and that goes, that speaks to the roots of his Catholic beliefs. Punisher says they're scum. They need to be removed from the equation. And he's dealing with the grief and loss of his right. wife and children. Right. So it's understandable from both. That scene, there's more serious behavior and conversation in that scene than any Disney movie in the last 20 years. And then also the scene when they're, when Punisher, uh, when, when Frank Castle and Daredevil are at the graves of Frank's wife and kids. And he talks about coming home from war, the, how the horrors of war pale in comparison to the joy and the beauty of seeing your child again for the first time. And then to have all of that snatched away from you so quickly, which informs his motives after being caught. Just go watch that instead. It's better. It's far better. I want to know why they canceled Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and uh, the Punisher series. And I think Daredevil, the original, right? That was part of the that group. Yes. Um, uh, and I don't know why. Why? Like Jessica Jones was loved. She was a badass. It was a great, uh, great, you know, few seasons. Luke Cage was cool. The first season of Jessica Jones was really good. Uh, d uh, uh, George Ware did respond. He said, we wear the logo as a reminder that sometimes it's about doing the right thing, not just the law. Okay. That's, that's a fair enough explanation. But uh, I would like to know what percentage of them, like, use that logo. Like, or, like, understand In what that means. In a thoughtful way. In a thoughtful and I way. Just, I feel like ascribing ideology, any ideology... Yeah to the Punisher logo doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, and here's an idea, like, how about police departments just come up with their own cool logos? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. I thought they had those already. They have, they you have, know? Ba they have badges, like a seal, they have a badge. but, um, you know, they have individual seals and stuff. That's probably not the right word. But yeah, I mean, why doesn't a police department like actually like hire a graphic but artist and make an awesome <laughs> logo? Don't give anyone a reason to use Disney stuff. Yep. You know? All right. Uh, oh, I also started. I sent you a cringe of the day. Oh, okay. Hold oh, on one sec. Let me. Let I me thought that stuff was cringe of the day. That, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I. It's cringe. But I it's could not have that. I could have that discussion about that that topic that we just did uh, over and over. Here we go. This is cringe Travis Scott oh, trying to get recognized <laughs> in the streets of Tokyo. <laughs> literally running around waiting for somebody to ask him for a picture. Are, are we supposed to just forget that he serenaded um, a person who passed away at his concert? 
He did? You don't remember that video? He's like, what if somebody was like, hey, no. aren't you the guy from Astro World? Yeah, 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 Astro World. Like, oh, are you that guy that killed his fans? Yeah, that's yeah, and he's just like staring at a guy being like, you know, uh, taken out on the stretcher. He's like, uh, uh, really? Yes, it's weird. He's weird. Can you yes. send that video to yes. me? I've never seen that. Oh it's my so goodness! Weird. If I find it, oh. All right. Oh. I'm looking. All right, guys, we're gonna get started here uh, again. Before we get started, hit the like button on this video. Subscribe to this channel. Turn the notification bell on so you get notified anytime one of our videos goes live. All right, guys. Um, if you love the original Little Mermaid and you remember the song Kiss the Girl, you are in for a rude awakening for the new movie because nothing can be left alone and Disney wants to infantilize an entire generation of people because now they need you to understand that Kiss the Girl, kind of like if you remember when they did the, the rebrand on Cinderella, you can't kiss the girl without consent. Right, Mary? I know everyone agrees that gender dynamics are in such a better place in 2023 compared to 1989. We're totally better off for all of these modern changes, aren't we? we aren't are we, Brett? So, we are so much better off. Everyone agrees yes. um, that women are just in, in so much a, a better place than they were in the late 80s, right? So these songs, Kiss the Girl and Poor Unfortunate Souls, are the ones that uh, were subject to change for modern audiences. Updated for Updated. modern audiences. And this was revealed in an interview with Alan Menken, who is the composer for the film. He worked on the lyrics with Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is notoriously cringe. Um, he said in, in a question to, like, what from the original did you think needed to change? He said, uh, there are lyrics in Kiss the Girl that got changed because people have gotten very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would in any way force himself on Ariel. We have some revisions in Poor Unfortunate Souls regarding lines that might make young girls somehow feel that they shouldn't speak out of turn, even though Ursula is clearly manipulating Ariel to give up her voice. So Can't just be a bad guy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, you want to read out what the original lyrics were? Uh, I'll us? read it for Kiss the Girl first. It yeah. says, yes, you want her. Look at her. You know you do. Possible she wants you to. There is one way to ask her. It don't take a word. Uh, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. We could play that clip. I, I don't know. So if that now would be... in this situation, how does he get Ariel's verbal consent if she can't talk? He's like, uh, do you need a whiteboard? Yeah. Well, uh, he's like, he hands her a marker. A form. Sign language. Like, or maybe he has that app that allows people to both explicitly consent to, to sexual a, intercourse. Yeah, a contract. Yeah, like he has a lawyer I mean, we're not even talking him. about intercourse right now. Yeah. It's just all he has to do is kiss her. Um, I would love to find out what women really think uh, about men asking for permission to kiss them because I would bet most of the time they don't like it. Can I kiss you, please? Yeah. <laughs> Like, how did this enter the mainstream? That Me too. This is what... Dear Screen yeah, says like, consent That's 100% the reason. But it's you had, even, you it's had even young before men, that. You had young men that didn't truly understand the nuance of the world seeing every every man get Me Too'd, whether it was justified or not, and then they the pendulum completely swings, and they're scared to even talk to women. 
Like, I mean, we're and, just and, not and with, acknowledging that nonverbal cues exist. And now, it's, yeah, no, that's that's a big part of it. It's like, are we all pretend, autistic now when yes. we don't know 100%. what emotions look like? Yes, because but, of this. Yes, it's because first of all, it's it's because people are like experience most of their interactions with the opposite sex through their phones yep, now. That's what I was. So they're say. not actually learning how to decode those cues of interest themselves. You've, and second of all, uh, beyond that, it's been penalized in a way that look. We don't like ambiguity in society for these things. Now you have to be very, very clear. Otherwise you're liable to be told like later, like, oh, I clearly think of uh, Aziz Ansari. She, he goes, he takes this girl and she never says no. And he's, he's supposed to just know that what she meant is I'm uncomfortable. Well, yeah. didn't they never even hook up? They did. Like they, it was just awkward. And so she was like, hashtag me too. Yeah. Mary, look at the, the COVID babies. Like they're, Base, they basically, even if they're a normal, healthy baby, because of the masks that every human was wearing, they're basically, they have special needs. They're completely delayed. They're going to have a tough, tough time ahead of them because those crucial, crucial years was either spent looking at a person in a mask or with a tablet in their face. The speech pathologists in 2020 were like, cha-ching. Cha-ching. Oh. They're not going to see any words being spoken. Uh, yeah. And- I, this is just like, this song is... A fun, whimsical, just lighthearted song that isn't meant to talk about Prince Eric forcing himself on Ariel at all. It just shows you how divorced we are from any type of whimsical society. We're not allowed to be to have whimsy anymore. You're not allowed to be romantic. Romance is dead, You're not but allowed it's to all be men's fault, right? Yes, like, is. why are we blaming men for the death of romance and chivalry when at the same time, we're punishing them for it, every attempt at it's it. It's hilarious because right now on TikTok, you are seeing this play out. You are seeing young women just record normal people at the gym, be like, oh my God, look at this creep. And he's like not even doing anything. Like Joey Swole highlights this perfectly. Guy, the lady in the, the, the lady was in the pool. In the pool. In, in full makeup on. And, and then and then you see these women like, where where's my knight in shining, shining armor? It's like, well, you just told him that he's a problem to F off. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he's not coming, right? So it's hilarious that you're seeing this and the, the people don't understand. They don't understand that, that like they're doing this to themselves. And it's so obvious this is why the original Little Mermaid was so popular. Yeah. It it resonates with the deepest desires that women have in their hearts. They're, they're cold dead hearts. But no, they're I'm told kidding. not to embrace um, those desires anymore. Yeah, and <laughs> he's obviously framing this in this interview as, you know, people have gotten very sensitive about da 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 and these lines might make some girls feel somehow that da da da. So he clearly sees that it's ridiculous, but he's going along with it because it's a corporate Why? Pro- because it's a corporate product. He this knows was, that this is ridiculous. He's saying it out loud. There, it's literally it's a corp. It's corporations hedging their bets. So it has to be the safest, most uh, like watered down version of a product it can possibly be. There can be no risk taken because it's a Fortune 500 company making it. Well, except when you're race swapping character that's a risk that we're perfectly allowed to take now to them that's safe it's the only risk that we're allowed to take is to them that's race safe swapping now. gender swapping ginger siding anything related to someone's surface level immutable traits Every, that you can change everything everything else is subject art. to change everything, everything that's actually integral to the art yeah, yeah but you can't you can't create new art like that like see that's the that's the thing that upsets me like if you want to tell some nuanced story like come up with your own story 
Stop stealing someone else's work because that's what you are. If you're a modern artist right now working for these companies, you are a thief. I don't care. I don't care if they own the intellectual property rights. I was about to say, you well, are, I don't know about that. You, no, you are a thief. You In are lazy. Sense. You are scum. And because you, you're, Go dude, off, you're creativeless. Right, that's not a word, no. but you are not creative. Well, you're just taking someone else's work, making one or two changes, and then parading it around as yours. I think that happened in the first place when they made the Little Mermaid animated movie, because obviously this is adapted from a folktale that's much older than that, even. And they sanitized that folktale into something that was palatable for people in the 1980s and the 90s. And that makes sense. Because we lived in a less mentally ill society in 1989 when the original Little Mermaid came out, that story was popular. Now, everyone is hyper self-aware and we clearly don't have any concept of nonverbal cues. We don't have social awareness anymore right. uh, to the point where a song like Kiss the Girl is about the R word. like. In in what way? Dude, these a lot of people wouldn't know. It's willful ignorance. Actual struggle if it hit them in the face, like it, it's it's ridiculous. Like, to, but you got to realize, Mary, and this is like I always have to check myself because you have to realize these people truly think this is violence. People truly think like, yeah. like not asking for permission. Like, oh my god, he would what? It's like these they live in this bubble land, and it's gonna make every guy like desperate to deny their instincts like he's like gonna reach he wants to give a girl a kiss he's like well hold on i gotta check my Dude. form list here like uh can i have permission to please inch closer to you i will be in your personal space is this allowed it, it yeah. denies that the human experience is not entirely vocal well yeah it also denies that women have any desires that they do not vocally yeah. express which is yeah. insane to say about any human being um, and it just kind of makes women sound like soulless automatons uh, <laughs> that are that just robotically voice all of their desires at all times. Like, give me food, give me water. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what planet these people live on, but well, I don't want to live well, in this reality. They don't live on a planet. That's just it. <laughs> in the majority of their day, like, their waking moments are spent in the digital world. It's yeah. not a real place. I wish that young men today knew that just because you know the updated modern version of the little mermaid and every other fairy tale out there is made to you know be feminist and that the men are always on the sidelines and the the female protagonists are always the girl bosses who don't need them but maybe want them sometimes i wish that those young men knew that they don't have to ask for permission yeah. to be men. No, seriously. And to take a stand and to make a move. If there's any young guys listening right now, like be the knight in shining armor because you're going to clean up. You are going <laughs> to clean up. I don't care what your peers are telling you. I don't care what you hear on the news or, you, you know, what adaptation, uh, what, you know, new movies are doing. Like I'm telling you, be the knight in the shining armor. Uh, keep chivalry, uh, chivalry alive and you're going to do well. Like, and obviously, if a woman says that she's not interested, back off. Exactly. But, but that shouldn't need saying hello, either. Like, that's, that's normal human sense. interaction. Yeah. Yeah. We already me, knew that. It reminds me of what I was talking about the other day with the Ava Max song and how they made it about bodily autonomy when the original song had nothing to do with that. If, if anything, arguably, the original song by Aqua was affirming Barbie's yeah. uh, bodily autonomy because she was like, you can 
touch me there if okay yeah. she if like she was giving the permission in that statement so why does she have to say no in the new updated version because like, uh because everyone needs to be miserable and narcissistic to... <laughs> and alone he needs to be a ones. prude now um, that's what real prudishness is saw... me too is the prude movement it's funny america like it's I, I never used to believe that but america is very much more prudish and conservative mm -hmm. puritanical. Than, and, yep. and puritanical than a lot of other countries have you seen the new picture of Michael Sarah from the Barbie movie? Uh, yeah. So I saw one of the comments was like the hottest person, like the hottest woman you know, is gonna ask like how to get a guy like this. I was like, <laughs> that's so it's funny. I get yeah. the joke, but I'm like, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. There's this weird like yeah, because there's a possibility he owns a tech company. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the 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 Zuckerberg. <laughs> or he's funny. Ah, uh, that's, that's cap. <laughs> no, I mean, look, look at all these women dating Pete Davidson, like. He's they think rich. He's funny. He's rich. Okay, you've never known a girl that dates a loser because he has oh, riz Pete before. Pete Davidson also kind of like everyone knows that girl. This he is also, also funny because I was no. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say he kind of uh, who was the guy that used to date? Um, was it Britney Spears? Um, Kevin Federline. Yeah, he yeah. dude. That's he's modern day Kevin Federline. Yeah. He doesn't care. He dresses like he doesn't care. He's got a bunch of tattoos and he says what he wants. Like hmm. it's funny. That's why he's successful. I was just, just last night on Instagram, I made a post about in the show Bones. Angela and Hodgins are dating and Angela's taller than Hodgins, which is always fu like funny in the mm -hmm. show kind of that it never gets really pointed out, but you can always tell. And he, he always has this feeling of being seemingly inadequate because Angela is played by Michaela Co uh, Coughlin, uh, Coughlin, who's gorgeous. Right. And it's really funny because her like ex-husband comes back into the picture and like this private investigator is trying to throw her ex-husband at her mm -hmm. and she's like i want a divorce and hodgins is there looking completely like dejected like oh my god i'm so glad she chose me the character's a billionaire she's gonna pick you either way dude i don't care what she says if anything was a fantasy in that time period it's that these people just oh i i'm actually gonna get married for love and not because this guy i posted this when i was talking about cordelia the other day when she says maybe i should prostitute myself to david navitt because because I need security and he needs uh, and he wants to get married and it's like she was brutally honest about some aspects of the human condition in a way they would never be honest about today have you heard about the um the kind of like the grass is greener issue that's kind of affecting modern like dating culture I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. have heard of that what the social media basically right now people are always looking right like for more Right. Social media has allowed that window to open where like, OK, your uh, your significant other, your boyfriend, husband, whatever. He's making one hundred thousand dollars a year. But there's that guy. He's making one hundred twenty five, mm -hmm. you know, and, it, and it's like that for Tinder. It's like, OK, you match with a beautiful woman, but there's someone even more beautiful out there. Yeah. And it's like it's like women are going out on social dates. media and dating apps ruin has like made it a lot harder for a lot of people. Yeah. Like like guys used to just have to compete with the other guys in their town. Yeah. Maybe the guys you were at college with. Now it's like this girl's like, oh you're kind of cute, but then she like looks at her phone and there's like just tons of Chad dudes making tons of and money who are just, who are just fine dating a twenty two year old woman. Like it's one thing to yeah. acknowledge that this is going on and this is a problem, but it it's it's messes with your mind at a deep level that like it's hard to kind of escape that you know yeah. like i told you guys before we started the show i'm like i, I gotta take taking a break from twitter like i just it, you know it's just been a it's whole black you, pill and like i just not you know i don't care about the people on the internet right now i want to care about the people that i actually see on a day-to-day -day basis yeah. you know real human interaction and i need a break from it you know and i wish more people would preach that but they it's don't why they watch movies like the little mermaid it's like to escape 
escaping yeah. and thinking about a situation in which two people organically meet each other face to face and have a connection. Isn't that crazy? Right. It's something wild to think about. It is funny. Another, another great thing about watching old movies and television is seeing the way like views have changed on online dating. They're like, oh, these crazy people yeah. who met online on yeah. their phones. Or online friends uh, too. Yeah. That's a thing too. Like, well, but the problem is it's like, I, you know, I don't like to be too harsh on the whole online dating thing because tell me where the alternative is. No, you shouldn't. Where, that's where are the public spaces well, for young people between, to go and hang out, you know? There's a difference between saying online dating as in you use the internet to find someone to talk to in person versus using the internet to just endlessly oh, farm like, attention from people saying. and like be in endless talking stages purely over social media with yeah. strangers right. that's not even dating but some people would call like, it like e-dating yeah. like the mall like malls in america that used to be the spot where young people went and hung out maybe did or shopping maybe you got food <laughs> no we, we were just like was the dead, uh, somebody, though, re somebody reposted a video the other day um it was like a mixture of old gillette ads and like handy like like camcorder footage of girls at malls and it was the quote uh the world you were born into no longer exists and it's like oh, they man. go to the mall and all the girls they're like why are you here at the mall they're like you know shopping into like scope for boys uh to and, like all the girls said to meet boys Mm -hmm. Like every single one. And it was like dozens of friends. They would never say that today. Oh, we're here for ourselves. Yes. We're here for our own empowerment. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like the, the world you were born into. At least no I would be exists. like, well, I'm sad. So I want to buy something so I can feel better. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, retail therapy might be Be honest with yourself yeah. and you're, like take accountability for your own desires. Well, I like there is nothing that Me Too taught us as a society that we didn't already know. And but nothing that the little mermaid is going to help with its new songs well i'll tell you what the actual excuse is is people watching they're going to people, people watch. watch. Like, bro, you're going to see if there's someone you want to talk to you know like yes mm -hmm. looking at the crazy people's fun too but don't act like there's not a type so there's someone in your mind you're hoping to see here you know sure. there's some kind of uh goal you have you're not just sitting and now for the trying next... to find my happiness at the bottom of a bottle of perfume and... <laughs> in, the, in the food court at the only place I go when I'm sad I go get Sabaro pizza at the mall because I miss pizza sauce all over your mouth you just sit there okay, before we move on I just wanted y'all's takes on the song Poor Unfortunate Souls they said the lyric they might have been referring to is come on they're not all that impressed with conversation true gentlemen avoid it when they can but they dote and swoon and fawn on a lady who's withdrawn it's she who holds her tongue who gets a man um, is this misogynistic in in your consider, evaluation I mean, no because in the in the song if it is it's supposed to be because she's the bad guy because ursula's the bad guy mm -hmm. trying to silence her through like a weird type of psychology. So Ursula's a misogynist? Uh, I mean, I think- Technically? Technically, technically. Do guys just say, uh, guys are like, uh, maybe they're just like, you know, I just, I love women. I just don't like when they talk so much. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I, and this might be a little misogynistic, but I think people are looking too much into it. I, I, you know, cause it's like, this isn't a, uh, this isn't like a true rule. There's gonna be women that are the life of the party. And that's that sometimes that's attractive, right? You're like, oh wow, look how much, you know, energy she has. And there's other women that like you're tired. So you want to find someone who's also kind of just laid back, like, hey, hey. When cool. was the last time that you uh, had a like a positive experience meeting a stranger in like a bar or something like that? Is if if ever. 
if ever. Like, well, I'm saying you guys are younger than me, so like, um, I have more of a that. A stranger as in someone to like, date or like, just in general? I mean, maybe just in general. Uh, I mean, date, I mean, the, the better question would be dating, but you guys are both pretty young, so I don't know if, if, bar, if ever meeting someone at a bar happened. Uh, yeah, this this year. This year? Yeah, I've, had, I've met some cool people uh, out and about. Um, this year, one, I think it was on a Halloween, and then the other place was just a, a place I regularly frequent, which is like... It's, they've got really good food so it's like I go there grab a bite and it's like you're gonna talk to the but it's usually the bartenders you know mm. not people that are actually there really at the end of the day Lin-Manuel Miranda is just like heading off the potential problems that might co sort of come about if someone like Anita Sarkeesian got bored one day and decided to write an article about all this yeah they'll come up with something else uh, he, he really needs to atone for creating Hamilton stands. And to be honest, I don't know if like when he says we saw these problems, I don't think he saw anything. Someone I think pointed Disney, it out to I you. I think Disney and... legal said, look, there could be some issues here that yeah. we need to address. Well, you know, and like what we're seeing is the modern version of the TOS that you'll sign with every app. They are, it is so, so long and, and there's broad. so much to it because they want to cover their butts for Sweeping every Sweeping generalizations right. that anything can be grouped into Exactly. Them. So they're, we're just seeing the equivalent of that on the big screen now because they don't want to offend anybody. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. No tax, good tax. <laughs> Said taxation is theft. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, it is like meta quoting. Uh, right and the now. funny thing is, do you know that Wayne, Gret like Wayne Gretzky got in trouble for like gambling, right? If I remember correctly, Wayne Gretzky got in trouble for sports gambling. Could be wrong. Uh, so did uh, Calvin Ridley, who got suspended all of last year. You should be allowed betting on a game. If that you are a pro athlete, you should be allowed to bet on yourself. As far as I'm concerned, if, if politicians can buy stocks, then pro athletes should be able to bet on their own success. Hmm. They shouldn't be allowed to pick against their own success because you can fail to win the bet. Obviously, point shaving is a thing. But I, if you wanna, if you wanna bet a million dollars that you're oh, gonna win, oh, they can't short the other. I guarantee person. it's happening. Well, Brett. they don't allow they don't allow them to do it at all. Like you're not allowed to be a pro athlete and bet on. If yeah. Brett, if I was a famous athlete, here's what I would do. I, I'd call you on the phone, and be like, "Yo, yo, bet against this game. I'm just gonna totally throw it." I'm, I'm just and saying, make us legally, both rich. They, legally, they should be allowed to, so that Pete Rose can be in the in the damn Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. do it. Because reasons said breaking rumor, Brett Disney to sell Lucasfilm, according to Overlord DVD and no. Cameron Pasha, who have insiders and usually reliant. This better be true. That would be. I, I mean, I would be interested to know who they're going to sell it. To, sell Who's it to. interested HBO, anymore? They've maybe. ruined it. HBO yeah. might be able to be someone who could. Uh, I don't even know who owns HBO, but HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. Okay, so maybe. Uh, so David Zaslav <sighs> wants to buy Lucasfilm. I don't know. I don't think they would do that. I I, I don't know. I don't know. They, I don't think they've got already. the. I don't think they've got the money to to do There's, that. It's it's kind of like cats out of the bag, right? Yeah. OJ for me sent uh, five dollars without a message. Thank you. Thank you. Nero Garcia said, "Cast Castle Jackass <laughs> movie when uh, the the taxes oh, or the uh, the the insurance on that would be high." Dude, I can't like even imagine it, that. Like that's where the cost comes in those kinds of movies. Like uh, Wipeout probably failed as a show because of how and high the insurance was for each yeah. contestant. You yeah. know. Olivia Claire said, "Hi, Mary, Brett, and Kellen. Hope you're having a lovely day. Just Hello. want to say I appreciate the work all of you are doing. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you." Tattooed Cash said, I suggest checking out the epically latered episode 
about Bam Margera. Ape explains how his addiction to alcohol started when he was spending so much time with Bill Salo of him. Oh, of the band. Okay. Uh, I'll have to check that out. It's a, it's a sad thing to see. Let's hold off on the rest and we will come back. Okay. All right. We're moving on, guys. Lizzo is back in the news. Aren't you excited about that, Mary? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lizzo was in the recent episode of The Mandalorian, and uh, I just felt like I needed to commiserate with you guys that this happened. She essentially played the matriarch of a communist utopia where they force droids to do all of their work. And I'm just... I don't think that that makes sense even in context since other societies have droids and don't make droids do all of their work, just some of it. Um, but they, they're have, they have to like go on this side quest where Lizzo tells them to go like kill these rogue droids that are killing people and then they come back and they essentially get a uh, you know, key to the planet that was invented solely for the Mandalorian series, to yeah. my understanding. Um, Jack Black played her husband. Christopher Lloyd also was in this episode um, in a cameo. They're just throwing cameos at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, there have been a bunch of because they know cameos. the content yeah. sucks. It's just like She-Hulk bringing on Megan the Stallion. Oh. It's just like even the CMT Awards bringing on Megan the Stallion. We're just that gonna get funny. as many celebrity appearances as possible so that someone will make a meme out of Maybe it. Maybe we can get Megan the Stallion. You know here. what was the yeah. best? Uh, Megan I would the let her. I, I, incredibly I, easy to book Megan the Stallion these days. I, I guess would, she, she can twerk on this table if she wants. She no. You know what was great? Uh, she was at a baseball game and she threw the first pitch, I saw and that. that was entertaining. Yeah. That I was entertaining. That. Yeah, I, I liked also that. when um, Paris Hilton did the same thing back in the day. Yeah, yeah, like. But I, the She-Hulk thing definitely I could have done without that yeah. in my life. Dude, you're not um, helping anybody. You're not, but this, let's get on to the Mandalorian because yeah. the She-Hulk, I, oh. and, <laughs> um, I saw this by accident this morning, not the whole episode, just by this accident. clip. Yeah, um, you just yeah, fell the, on your the, remote and the then the clip it, was it on Twitter. Yeah, the clip was on Twitter, it <laughs> okay. made the rounds and I honestly thought this was fan fiction. I didn't, I refused to believe that this yeah. actually came out of an episode of Star Wars. I'm mm -hmm. like, what? what is this? This is cheesy. It makes no sense. There's no flow. Uh, oh. She was there for to, to, for getting on like Twitter trending, essentially. Yeah. I like, guess, there's yeah. no reason for her then. to make the cameo or for any of these cameos to happen. Yeah. I, I think that they're severely misjudging what is culturally impactful if they think Lizzo is like, what's hot right now? Well, like, it's, old it, people would think that Lizzo is, like, you know, the, sorry, but the, the biggest name in, this is, in um, pop culture right now. She's definitely overshadowing the other actors. <laughs> she's definitely overshadowing Pedro Pascal uh, in this episode. So here's, here's what it is with Lizzo, though. I think what you said was 100% true. Um, it's going to garner clicks because it's Lizzo. You know, we're going we're gonna to talk later about Donald Glover and Tina Fey said he's a diversity hire. Well... That's what Lizzo is, except actually, it's for her size. No, Dude, she is yeah. the biggest star See, in her room, in every room. I will actually push back on that because whether you like it or not, she's still popular. We don't. We can. We can make fun of why she's. Do popular. you think she'd be as popular if she was skinny? Uh, no, no, but that doesn't. No. But that doesn't make this a, a diverse error. This means that she's good at what she's been hired to do, which is to be to uh, be an advocate for token? body positive. To be an advocate for that's body the diversity body though. Most people aren't as big as she is. Thank you. We could have had. Um, I like the Christ. I like. What, is that uh, Carter? 
The, yeah. Sing in. I like that part. <laughs> Look, she, like, uh, uh, I, I don't, I still think her name carries value. To a lot of people, you know who she is. Yes, you know why, but a lot of people also point out that she's also considered a talented musician. She's just right. a talented musician who has a gimmick. And the That's gimmick the is thing. Why do you have to have a gimmick or some token trait that makes you marketable from a DEI ESG perspective and why can your talent not carry you to the top anymore because why is that not enough it is either that or nepotism that gets you to the top now the market ne is too it's saturated. never talent exactly. I mean like she's a good singer and you know she's good at playing the flute and I'm sure she'd be better at dancing if she lost. I'd love weight, to see more of the flute, honestly. She's I would she's like talented, to see more of that. Yet her talent is not enough to make her who she who's, is. Whose is these days? Like almost everybody has some type of hook to their. That's what now. I'm saying. That's like that's disheartening that talent isn't what our culture celebrates. It's your surface level, yeah, uh, cheap. Tr like immutable traits that have nothing to do you with you. You literally have to be part of so much media now that you need some type of hook. Like, right. Okay, so so she's a good uh, singer, I guess. I don't really think anything special of her music. And but even then, it like has it. nothing to do with but, her being on The Mandalorian. But, has nothing right. to do with singing. Well, that's singing. my issue. Is like, okay, I will admit, there's a couple songs that were radio hits, and I'm like, I'll, you know, bop my head along when they come on. She, but I don't need to see her in Star Wars. That does. How does one plus one equal three? Uh... Corporate synergy, you have to cross promote. Like, what genuine Star Wars fans were watching this and like, thank goodness, hog Lizzo's facing, here. Like, oh, Lizzo, my favorite pop star like, on my favorite what? Disney show. The Star show? Wars fans uh, that had an like, opinion worth I, anything. How stop in watching. deep do you have to be in the wokeness to celebrate this and like think that this is a good thing? Like, I, any I, genuine Star Wars fan is watching this, knowing that this is not canon. This is not actually Star Wars. This is some cheap imitation of it. I uh like I am um, I don't get George Lucas. There, there on was here. um there was a cameo from Sasha Banks that like like I try to be fair right like if I if I don't care that Sasha Banks is on there I don't care if Lizzo's on there I do think that right now there's so much media being produced and you have to be in the public eye so much more than you used to have to be back in the day when you were a musician back in the day you did your concerts you did your press tours and that was really it you need a constant social presence now and that requires some type of hook to keep people interested I don't want. The cameos for the same reason I don't want them to keep doing reboots. Like using a having a cameo is basically like we couldn't find a, a new actor that was worth anything, so let's just go pay a bunch of money for a name people know. It's like, dude, that's lazy. Whatever, it is lazy. Uh, I want to address whatever in the chat says. Three Ninj Ninjas was a good movie. Rob Schneider was in it, if I'm remembering correctly. I believe you're thinking of Surf Ninjas. Which is also a masterpiece, just like Three Ninjas. Back on topic. Well, anyway, Lizzo's cameo is entirely irrelevant to another war that is being <laughs> waged against her right now. A, She's in a, a shapewear, shape war, shape, shape war. Uh, there's, there's some. It's a, it's a big battle going on. Oh, yeah, there's this? a simile in there yeah. somewhere. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so she has this brand collab with. Fabletics called Yiddy. I don't know what Yiddy. It's a horrible means. name. It is a horrible name. Um, Brett, I sent you the uh, launch that she just did for a collection called Your Skin, and it's essentially just um, binders and tucking underwear for trans people. The person looks like a fish. Um, that picture. Yeah, it's. Uh, 
I don't know if we can even show that on YouTube, but well, it's it's not nudity, but yeah. So here here's what the launch said. Uh, when we say we support everybody, we mean it, or everybody. We believe in radical self-love for people of all gender identities, including trans, non-binary, mm. gender fluid, and gender non-conforming communities that have been chronically undeserved. So underserved. Un oh, uh, underserved. Sorry. So we decided to take our expertise and create styles that serve those communities, and uh, they basically said. We're, we're releasing a binder top. We're releasing a tucking thong. And uh, I find it's, it really ironic that radical self-love, what it looks like when it's applied in, in the real world is hiding aspects of yourself that yeah. you hate. I was just gonna say, there's That's no such what thing. radical self-love is. It's not a real thing, it's just lying, right? Yeah, because you're too you lazy. You don't love it, you're changing it. You're, you're too you're lazy to it. eat better or get off the couch. Um, so you're just going to use a uh, whatever those You're going to use things. a shapewear, shapewear. Uh, bodysuit that sucks all of your fat into place so you look a little less fat because you hate yourself Dude, I, for being fat and then you call it radical self-love. I'm just saying like first of all like if I let's say there's someone who's using one of those garments as soon as that garment came off I would be offended. I'd be like what what the hell? You you're literally lying to me. It'd be like if you I, I, Imagine like a, a girl who goes on a date with a guy and he takes his shoes off and he's got like lifts in there. Yeah. And she's like, what the? It's, a, the, it's embarrassing in both contexts. It's that meme of, uh, have you ever seen that video where it's like girls like, uh, like um, they put like a tape measure up on their, on their door. It's like, like hitting the heights of all the men we meet from him. She say oh they're my. over six feet. And then a guy just puts a scale in front of his front door. So anyway, this collection is now facing criticism because a smaller brand called Your Body says, uh, oh. they, they stole their ideas, their merchandise, and didn't partner with them. And now they feel like the making profit off of this collection has been stolen from them. Uh-oh. So uh, here's what they said in their own posts. Uh, they said, at Lizzo, we heard about the launch of your new line of gender-affirming shapewear, Your Skin, and we wish we could have celebrated along our, with our community. Instead, we're left asking questions, and as an advocate for inclusivity, there are questions that we think you'll have, too. This is so, like, smacking the baseball bat against your palm and saying, you know, wouldn't it be a shame if we you know, tattered the reputation of your brand. And... It's the woke Olympics and there can only be one that wins the gold medal. Right. Unless you're talking to Jill Biden where she wants the winner and the loser. In to the get name rewarded. of inclusivity. But, like that's what it is. We have to be the exclusive winners. Well, that's what it just, that's what it is. It, there's the only thing going for it is we're different and mm -hmm. we're the ones that care about people. Like that's how, that's like all this, like when we talk about the trans movement right now, or we're talking about this body positivity, it is a capitalist uh, lie. They don't actually care about humans. They don't care about no. people. They want money. And that's why this guy, instead of being like, awesome, we're doing that too. No, he's like, oh, you guys, like you said, baseball bat smacking against the hand, like because it's about money. They know Lizzo's taking away money from their company and they don't care about actually the, their customers right. they're helping. 
They well, don't care about. To be that. fair, I don't really care if customer if companies care about me most of the time as long as they make a good product. Right. Right. But, and I'd rather they not pretend that they did. Well, exactly. from Yiddy, they're saying this is our gender affirming shapewear line, and we're this is activism because it's for under underserved communities or whatever, and they're pretending okay. that they don't want money. They don't want profit, even though it's Fabletics, a giant corporation of activewear and shapewear. And then their competitor, this smaller competitor of theirs, is saying, "Wow, um, I guess you just want you're just in it for money. We're actually the ones who who are serving the underserved communities. We're the true." Uh, activists technically lizzo is true advocates technically lizzo wins just by having a wider reach (laughs) no no i didn't actually mean like i'm just like (laughs) she has she reaches more people therefore she's actually serving more more people Uh, right exactly but here here's the timeline of what happened to show like why they're um you know making this complaint it turns out that Lizzo's brand reached out to get samples of their stuff a couple of times last year as research and development for this shapewear line that they just put out. Uh. So instead of partnering with their smaller competitor, they just bought products from their smaller competitor and made imitation products of the same thing, probably at a higher profit like margin. Like everyone else does. Like every other business clothing brand in this country like, or, or on the globe will do i'm wearing an under armor shirt uh today they were one of the first companies to like come out with that like plasticky elastic like athletic wear mm-hmm. walmart has their own brand target has their own brand everyone does it now and you don't see under armor getting upset right like you didn't to the smaller competitor i would say like you didn't invent ha- like the, the garments that you made, the, those things existed already. And if another brand thinks they can do it better, then right. that's what they're going to do. It's like when you go to the... I, I just hate that both of them, both parties are doing this in the name of, you know, radical self-love and inclusivity and diversity and being yourself I mean, when it's completely about profit and about self-hatred. I mean, I love, I, I kind of love all of this that's happening right now because... Um, Yo, keep lying to yourselves, keep lying to your customers, because I keep seeing the videos of you guys being so hopeless and like, why is my, you know, why am I still sad and depressed? Why are other people not affirming because, me? Because this is temporary. It's like you said, retail yeah. therapy. Does that, like, if you actually were sad and went out and bought something, how long does that happiness last? Temporary. It's temporary. Right. And that's what this yeah. is. That's what this is. You are not going to get slim just because you bought a garment and the good people are not going to look at you differently the good feeling you might get uh from a brand on instagram telling you that you're worthy and that you should love yourself um i like positive messages if, just don't lie don't yeah, lie to yourself that that happiness that you get from being affirmed by a mega corporation yourself. is not going to last either. you should love yourself enough to want to be better to get better I mean, well, it's I like, feel that way all the time. Like that, I need to be. Like when I take time off of skating, I uh, I care enough about myself to know that I can't be sedentary for long periods of time. Because first of all, it affects my sleep. I don't sleep as well. Uh, like, and I already sleep bad, but I sleep better when I'm when I skate on a regular basis. I feel better yeah. as a person, and I don't need somebody lying to me and saying you don't need to be physically active. You're fine just the way you are. Well, there's obvious contradictions here. So. If you are morbidly obese, because, you know, Lizzo is morbidly obese, then that is not an ailment. It's something that you have to accept about yourself, love yourself for it, empower yourself in it. 
And if you were born with a certain set of genitalia that you feel uncomfortable with, hide it, get surgery to remove it or invert it. Um, in any way possible, cosmetically remove this appendage from your body. That in itself, your, your genitalia is not an ailment. Obesity is a medical ailment. Yeah. We're completely talking about this backwards where they're like selling products to you on the basis that you should get rid of these things about yourself that you don't like in the name of radical self-love. Both of these companies are lying yeah. to their base. I, I hate the idea of radical self-love more than just because I feel like it's it's actually anti-human because the human condition mm -hmm. is the desire to strive and grow, do more, be better. You can't, like how often, like when you really think about it, I even have this argument with people when you're talking politics and culture and all these things, a lot of people are just doing things because you need a purpose in life. Right. You need something to work towards. Uh, and whether that's your job, whether that's uh, putting forth a message on social media, whether that's making videos on YouTube or anything, it's just a fact that it is not natural for a human being to just sit around and do nothing. Well, and you need a purpose. And a lot of times that goes hand in hand with needing to be physically active, needing to take care of what you look like, what you feel like on the inside and the outside. We've completely stigmatized uh, bullying. And I, I'm not advocating for people to go and start hazing. Like, and, like you see all the stories, the tragic stories of college hazing that goes too far. I'm not saying that. But when you walk out of your house and you look ridiculous because you're wearing a tutu and a tuxedo top and you've got pink hair and you're 300 pounds overweight and you get weird looks like that's society telling you that you're doing something wrong yeah it's funny how when incels are rejected by society they're told to change but then this other camp of people who are rejected by society are told that society has to accept them what's the fundamental difference One's both of these parties well, it's true. Yeah. I mean, well, yep. depending on their identity, uh, I don't know if they, they identify as a, as a guy. In, it's very hard to keep up with the rules. It's very days. hard to keep up with the rules. But, like, in both cases, these people should be told the same thing. Yeah. Take accountability for yourself and yourself only. Make kids don't expect mega corporations to emotionally cater to your needs especially if you're going to put like resist in your profile name and then you're like i'm part of the resistance as every four and i fund athletics at the same out. time and resist i fund working out at the same time as being you know a resistor of of the powers that be i saw one response to this that um it like i feel like the resounding response to this whole controversy was heartening because people are finally starting to see through the fakery of you know companies selling you a product of self-love and uh diversity and tokenizing people this one response really uh encouraged me it had like thousands of likes on instagram they said this is such a non-story a kind of emotional reactionism born from narcissism not the desire for people to be seen and represented you don't need to be the center of everything to be visible. There was good faith reaching out, and you are not saved from capitalism just because you have a marginalized identity. This smells like pettiness masquerading as social consciousness, and I wish people understood the difference. None of them actually know what capitalism is. That's my favorite part. They, they, none of them understood the... Well, uh, it seems like they love capitalism dude, more than anybody. They $20. love when companies sell them products.
Uh, yes. uh, because reasons said we need more comedic movies pure comedies that push it so far to the edge yes people get offended but over time will become less offended kind of like desensitizing we should be more offensive yeah that's that was my take on on editing books to make them less offensive i was like i want authors who are alive to go back to books they've already written and write them to well, be more offensive rather than i don't less. think we need to aim to be offensive just aim to be funny and you will by a natural result, end up offending well, some people. To this point, isn't that exactly what this clothing company is doing? Isn't that exactly what the trans movement is doing? Be so out there, the more normal stuff, people are just like, oh, okay. No, because they don't think of it as out there. They think of you as the problem. But isn't yeah. it, the they result is the same that's though, That's why they label not? you as cis rather than just calling you normal. Right. That's yeah. why they also think of all of this as zero sum game. Yep. So, in this statement, they explicitly say, uh, we think Yiddy has gotten a lot of things right from amplifying name. Lizzo's platform to prioritizing size inclusivity, which makes it all the more disappointing to see this opportunity undercut by our experience. We admire Lizzo and she's been an advocate for inclusion and we believe she'd be empathetic and aligned with us if she knew this backstory. We want to bring this matter to her attention and more importantly, stand up for trans lives. Um, it's a zero-sum game because only their brand gets to win out in this situation. If you didn't partner with them, if you didn't make sure they got to profit off of your product, then you're the bad guy. You're I the just, villain. I just imagine, like, the two, like, wokest people you know doing, like, one of those old cowboy showdowns, and they're like, this town ain't big enough for both of the, us. The woke like, are can only be going one. to eat their own, <laughs> and like they're going to eat a lot, and they're just going to keep eating and eating and eating and eating. Well, when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to the, the left eating their own Lizzo's at the end of that cycle, mm -hmm. it's just, all, it's she does all the eating. Yeah, it's the human centipede. Yeah. Wokeness is a human centipede, and yeah. I want nothing to do with it. And the it. problem is, like, let's and say then, on the off chance that Lizzo is healthy, imagine all the girls, the young women that are on TikTok watching her that are her size and not healthy. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. there are, like, sumo wrestlers, gigantic people, but they're healthy. Uh, but that's, it's like, rare. defensive linemen who rare. are enormous, and you wouldn't be able to win them if you You wouldn't tried. be able to run outrun them in a race. Nope, you wouldn't. Uh, but, you know, like, that is probably less than 1%. Oh, it's definitely less than 1% of the world's population. So it's like, yo, you're normalizing something and it's going to have disastrous consequences. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's just natural selection. You know, be big, but capitalism yeah, lift 300 pounds too. Woke capitalism enforced natural selection that will happen. I feel bad for him too, because the other thing about it is like, I, I, love, I love sports. I loved, I loved being active. I still do all the time i skate five days a week i get as much activity as i possibly can and they shouldn't just do it like you should you can do it for your health but you can also find lots of other things that make you happy in life other than just uh things on your phone and tv beyond just the physical health your meant the mental health ability uh, uh benefits of getting away from a phone or a tablet Seriously. or a computer and getting out into the real world are incalculable man when is when is our next guided meditation with ian because uh, i'm overdue man that was I'm a overdue. thing. No, I want it to be a thing. Did you see I didn't know that this started. <laughs> Jackets he was wearing on IRL. Oh, it's dude. I think he's got one for every color. It looks like a smoking jacket. Uh, he's really got cute. a green one. I've seen a red one. I've seen a purple one. I think I'm pretty sure there's a blue one. Are they size inclusive? Um, Where are yes. they sold? Yeah, for skinny yes. people. Actually, he, you know, Ian's up so late because he actually creates his own clothing. Mm. All done that's actually what he does it now. He's just <laughs> sewing in his room. <laughs> like a it's rumple stilt skin. He's just going crazy. That's, that's good, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, speaking of size and inclusivity, 
Yiddy is, it goes from extra small to 6XL. Not extra, extra small. That's bullshit. You There's know, no extra, extra small. You know, we should, we should uh, come up with our own inclusive uh, clothing line, except we'll just make them really offensive size names, like enormous, free, out of this world. Free Willy, and then the next one up's Free Willy too. Yeah. The small <laughs> ones can be insulting too. Yeah, yeah shrimp. Puny. Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> stick figure or it's just a drawing of a stick figure hangman yeah. Hang i want to ask chat G this is so like not related to anything but i want to ask chat gpt or like one of the ai that can do the art to make like a 3d like realistic version of a stick figure just to see what it would come up with would come up with yeah look uh like flat stanley or something the other thing that's funny about this is it really ignores the fact that uh, like you were talking about earlier with clothing brands and the ability for like other companies to do it better I always make this joke that my, my favorite popcorn brand was a generic from... Uh, do they have CVS out here? I don't yeah. know if they have yeah. CVS. Yeah. Okay, CVS brand popcorn, way better than Orville Redenbacher's or any other type really? of popcorn I've ever had. Dude, I'm mad because like 10 years ago, they definitely, like all the popcorn brands, like changed the kettle corn recipe. Like, it's just not the same anymore. How did they change it? It's just not as good anymore. They didn't consult it's so, Lizzo, it's that's bland and... Ugh. I mean, I shouldn't like it. It's full of you know bs anyway but you know i did like my kettle corn popcorn it was delicious i got a i got a little bit of a like a hint of like generational gaps when somebody was like shocked at how they if you've ever seen the movie scream the way casey becker is making popcorn on the on the stove oh, with the ready oh, I was. Yeah. uh and they're like what the hell is no, that oh that's still a that. thing it's so people, people like are just under a rock if they don't know what that people is. do that still a uh, thing. it's kind of like people who buy uh, who, who prefer um, vinyl because it sounds better. There's people who make it's probably top, healthier for you. They, they think it tastes. You don't have that. Is healthier. You don't have that. Like I don't know what's in that popcorn the bag. And, yeah, to put it in the microwave. It's and like it's tinfoil. Like basically when you get the ready pop or whatever it's called. Oh, also somebody was talking about how all the candy bars used to be wrapped in foil. Like um, yeah, like Kit Kat and Hershey's both used to be foil wrappers rather than plastic wrappers. Yeah. Or Wendy's used to be a yellow box rather than a a red box and it just hit different what how or like you could ask Lizzo about all this used to get foam cups or like styrofoam or even um uh chick-fil-a is the only fast food restaurant that still does foam cups and it's like common sense how do you insulate a cold drink so the the county i grew up in is super woke and they banned plastic straws but i love it because the only people that are truly abiding by that law are like the noble people and all the fast food places are still giving out plastic straws. Good. You know, I'm like, good. Yeah. I, I actually have an unreasonable dista- disdain for the, the, the I don't know why they just don't make modern sippy cups for adults. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Problem I just, solved. I found this Get rid of website for, I knew this existed. There's a fast food restaurant that's opening up called local fats. I think, mm. Or no, there were like different restaurants that like only use real animal fat to fry their food. Hmm. And it's like you're still eating fried food, so it's it's not healthy, but at least you're not unnecessarily ingesting like a ton of What is what like I don't know. What is the is it the seed oils that makes fried food so unhealthy? Because like I don't understand how just a cooking process could make like if you have a regular piece of chicken I like I go fry it versus grill it. You know, I mean, if I'm going to a Chinese restaurant, I'm going for the MSG and the trans fat. I, oh. I'm not going there to be healthy. 
for some Chinese. <laughs> mm. uh, Mary, we got some super chats. Yes. There. Oh, also, so I so when I mentioned Hershey's earlier, like of course, remember you could go out right now and get your Hershey bar, or you could get Jeremy's chocolates. I don't know. I haven't seen any yeah. of those. Where is our Jeremy's chocolate? Yeah. I thought we had some on the way. Did we? Yes, I think so. Was it like pre-ordered only? I don't know. I don't know. Wayward Soul said Frank's barbed wire cannon in Summer Special. Two was awesome. That 1992 issue molded my childhood requirement for my heroes to be ruthless badasses. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, though, I still don't know if I buy that most of the people reading the comics are like, I love those old runs of the Punisher. I think most of them are like wearing Oakleys and talking about. Uh, <laughs> What's Oakleys? It's a. <laughs> <laughs> what is Oakleys? Why are you laughing? It's a deep because question. It's it's a sunglass. Company. It's like the the sunglasses that every baseball frat guy wears. Or cop. Today or like Like yeah, today. It's most I don't really see cops it's wearing like a, it. cops wear Look them. up Oakley sunglasses real quick. Cop, yeah. Cop. Every, Do they have like, the strap? They can. A lot of times they will, but that's just like in its own accessory. Okay. <laughs> it's just like family get, guys made jokes about Oakley. If you get pulled over by a short cop with Oakleys on, you're going to jail. Like you're or going you're getting to jail. shot. You're like very yeah. like form fitting around your yeah. face. Okay. They're I almost think like I know goggles. What you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Steve Ryman said the best thing about the Little Mermaid was a woman who kept quiet. It's a lovely fantasy, but will lead to unrealistic expectations for men. Uh, uh, oh my God! Finally, somebody's talking about our unrealistic expectations. I feel so seen and validated. Wait, what? Well, I just heard unne- unreasonable expectations for men. Uh, I want from men. Oh, from men. Let's see. It says from men. Damn it! If you, okay. If yeah. you want. For a second there, keep quiet. For a second there, I thought somebody was uh, seeing me and validating me, and I was being seen and heard. No, you weren't. <laughs> it's too bad. Theoden, King of Broen, said, "Baby, it's cold under the sea." That could be the redone version. That 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 song the is is bad. Culture. I really hope they don't ruin Sebastian because I feel like a lot of people like because of his Jamaican accent. It's just awesome. Are they getting rid of his accent? I watched The Little that... Mermaid for him, not for The Little Mermaid. Really? So you you would have liked the spinoff? Like, I don't you know. You were like, that's literally me. I mean, like, of early <laughs> Disney movies, I don't know how popular they were with, like, boys. But, like, the ones that I did watch, there's like, it's the princess. You don't want to see the princess. Did you, you can't stand her on Prince the screen. Did you not want to see Prince Eric? I don't, did you like Prince Eric? I don't even remember who that is. Princes? He's forgettable, I guess. But Sebastian, I remember that. I remember okay. him. You know, he was spicy. Liked him. He's the Sigma male. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Prince Eric is the alpha male. Sebastian is the Sigma, Sigma. Sigma crab. Sigma crab. <laughs> but even like Lilo and Stitch, I, I couldn't stand Lilo, but that Stitch guy, yeah, mm, yeah he, was, he was wild. I mm-hmm. liked him. Uh, Brett said, checking Super Chat. Uh, yes, that was Earlier. me. I, I had gotten logged out and I logged back. I, oh. I wanted to make sure that Super Chats were still thanks, working. Thanks, Brett. Yes. Bad Adam 12 said, Kellen dropping truth bombs again. If it was Tuesday, I'd, ta- I'd take you all to Taco Bar. That's mm. bar, Mary, not bell. I said bar. Mm. I could go to... for both. How about Taco Bar no, then Blair Taco Bell? What's Taco Bar, though? Um, I know there's Taco well, Bell there's... cantinas. I want food now. I need tacos. Yeah. It was do National you, Burrito you get, Day yesterday. You want to get tacos after this? Yes. Okay. Also, I saw, I, I found, like, I was looking, but you know how you get, like, your Facebook update, or, I'm sorry, your Instagram will say, like, the, you posted this on this day. Um, mm-hmm. You can see that in your archive. I actually found one that got sent to me that from, like, 2018 about the taco <laughs> head turning thing. Apparently, I posted a meme about it back in 2018 about turning your head to eat a taco. How little you've changed. How, I, I've grown not years. one iota. 
I am no. the same person I was then. <laughs> I, for some reason, I know that it would be absolutely vile if Taco Bell had fish tacos, <laughs> but I would still want to try them if they did come out with that. I don't know. People swear by the filet of fish at McDonald's, and like I have this, I've been meaning to try that. I too. have the same kind of reaction towards that. My mom likes. But I'm also. You grew up on. You said you grew up on near the water in Maryland, right? Like I pretty mean, close to like fishing you know fish life so like for me yeah. like like being out here in the mountains I'm like i don't really trust the seafood but i think that's just because i come coming from like a See, like a similar area right you. your distaste for seafood probably comes from being a midwesterner yeah uh but you're on all the lakes where people like farm raised salmon is like an absurd idea to me it's the what land do you mean of, farm it's raised? The land? wasn't this a huge point of contention on irl one night where they were talking about what is fed to farm farm-raised fish Probably, yeah. like are they fed chicken poop they thought they were like fed chicken poop and i think that was confirmed i mean who I, I the question it, the, the whole point is someone does have to feed them they're just not out in the wild doing True. you know fish things i'm from the land fish of things like lakes. switching your gender because that's possible for <laughs> what's fish. uh seahorses yes yeah. seahorses can do it but i know there are like some bass i think that can like switch their gender if hmm. there's not like I think the females will turn male if there's no male present. That's kind of based. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then once a male comes back, they'll go back to being female. See, they understand. They yeah. understand the point. The role. It's a binary, folks. Disco Jensen said, uh, WEF succeeded in dismantling the family unit and atomizing society. Wait, what? Like, Welcome so the World Bush. Economic Forum. Oh, the World is, Economic um, Forum. You know, like... I do Was wonder, I wonder sometimes, like, uh, I also want everybody in this space to understand that we're all in our own echo chambers of sorts. I've got friends that are married that are blissfully ignorant of all this stuff going oh, on. Sounds they're nice. Just, they're just husband and wife. They've got their kid. Some of them are married with no kids, but they want to have kids. And they just, they don't know this stuff is going on. They're just kind of existing. They've started to notice it in television, especially in commercials. And stuff like well, that's that. Why, like, that's why you don't see yeah, conservatives sure. taking to the streets and causing a ruckus because they've they've got better better things to do. They're working farms for twelve hours a day, right? Yeah. They're doing actual hard, like laborious jobs. And it's like they don't have time to or or the energy to go out and scream and cry at a politician in the street, you know. Well, also they're 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 under the poor misconception that they think that their uh, supposed dignity is going to save them one day, and it likely won't. I think that's less of the. I think probably being tired is that top of the list, and then maybe the dignity. You're, you're is telling next. me that these people who who understand how much how important kids are and want to save their kids uh, don't want to go out and protest when they know this bad stuff is happening to their kids. In yes, public because schools? they literally have kids. Like that's the thing: the people out there protesting are childless. Yeah. The people like you have kids. You have two other human beings you have to take care of. I do have friends that like they the have time. kids. They just they don't know this stuff is going on. That's also or, part of it. Or they, and they they just don't care. Or, or they don't care, and it's just as long as their paychecks aren't affected and they're making their money. Like I said, I don't think anything really changes until there's food, like massive food shortages, and you can't feed. Your Family. Dude, not then even. You'll see, then you'll see stuff. Wait happen. till uh, so the Carrington event was this massive solar storm that completely wiped out like the power grids in the 1800s. Let's get another Carrington event, and I guarantee the world will change overnight. Let's, uh, let's not. I don't want bad things to happen yeah. personally. 
Yeah, it's just, you know, what's it's just life without power and internet and for a while. Okay, you guys say all this, but I'm the bad guy for not returning was, my cart. I was gonna say I was gonna say no. I was like Mary with Mary swooping in with the centrist take here. Holy shit. Like uh, it is what it is. All, all I'm saying is I don't want the world to end because I'm not built for it. It's the world wouldn't end. I would say it would change. It's just you'd have worse. to re you'd have to learn to readjust. Dude, it. I was thinking about we wouldn't have ice cubes. Yeah. No power, no. no freezers, no ice cubes. I need my delicious drinks. <laughs> Beverages a... control my mood in life. There, there's an old, old video. There's like the number one way to a woman's heart is to make sure you got beverages. He opens up the fridge. Love he's like, beverages. I got Cokes. I got Gatorades. I got water. I got <laughs> vitamin water. He's everything. It's like, yes. But, yes, but do you have uh, seltzer and oh, White Claw? That's, that's what White you White Claw didn't exist yet, but okay. yeah. probably does now. Dash Fortune said Dylan Insaney is now apparently endorsed by Nike. Corporate HQ is in Portland, Oregon, so makes a bit of sense. Now we can add Nike and Budweiser to the boycott uh, list. Dude, I, if, uh, if Dylan really? Mulvaney can run one mile in less than 15 minutes, I won't complain about that. Is this is this a parody? Is, is Nike actually endorsing... Dude, I don't even care. Like, it's like, I'm not boycotting. Like, if you're not boycotting these companies because they use slave labor, you shouldn't really care about... I mean, I wasn't. Like, I'm yeah. not actively boycotting apple Neither. i have an iphone i'm not i don't boycott it is anything. what it is there's man. tons of stuff i just don't buy like I, I i i don't drink but i wouldn't buy bud light even if i did still drink uh and uh i don't uh, I, i'm a reebok fan I, I most of my shoes are reebok so so just Adidas, by being New a Balance. hipster you inadvertently are already yeah. boycotting all of the woke exactly companies. exactly you know what? by being extremely uh against whatever is in show puma some love too puma's pretty good overpriced it yeah, became overpriced when it became trendy. Yeah. Is it like trendy? Champion I thought too. it was out of style. Plus all the ones it I It was and then it came back. Oh. I buy um I buy like uh like replicas and reprints of like the old pumps, like the old yeah, Reebok yeah, yeah. pumps from the movies back in the day. So hmm. uh somebody uh so he says Nike hiking heels when? Oh my gosh. No. Also somebody earlier in the chat, I'm sorry I don't know your name so I can't give you credit said uh like give like let Lizzo walk around in high heels and um puncture the earth. <laughs> what like aerate some farmland yeah, basically. with yeah. high heels? <laughs> Crispy like transport LLC said, "Are y'all doing a Friday show? If so, I'm going to assign each host a song of the day on Friday." What, what does do that do, mean? What do we do with the song of the day? That's, That's the real to life. listen to it or to sing it or to what? What's I'm not. I'm not plan? singing anything. I mean, we are doing a Friday show, show, but don't go breaking my heart. You got so that's what, that's the one you should do. Bro. Also, crispy like transport Karaoke LLC. It's PCC. been a while, man. Yeah. Good to see you. I haven't seen crispy like in a while. Yeah, Dash Fortune said. So I really dig the outro music you got, you guys have going on. Any possibility? Of any of your musical talent making an intro for the dead air at the start, your sister company could also use some musical. I've thought about music. that. Do we want to add music to the start of? The, I kind of like an idea. the, the I, quiet. But. The quiet's cool. I was also thinking it's a good opportunity to showcase some uh, some PCC clips and stuff, some highlights from the past week. You know. I don't know. Cue it up real quick. I'll have to like figure out where I'm going to find the time of the day to do that. I'll help you. <laughs> well, help you. Carter um, will. <laughs> I um, like the idea of having some music at the beginning. Yeah. Is that a? Is that like? I, that's something we could add. Okay. We could add. We'll we'll look into it. Carnell said, "I didn't realize that they race swapped Jabba the Hutt." <laughs> We're gonna hold oof. off on the rest and oof on that one. 
Uh, oof, oof, oof. All right, guys, we're moving on. We will come back to the rest later. So Donald Glover is in the news for a couple of things. The first thing that I saw here is very interesting, but we're going we're gonna to get into the Tina Fey comments first. Tina Fey essentially admits to Donald Glover that he was, in fact, a diversity hire when he was hired for 30 Rock as a writer. He was it hired. sounds like a joke Tina Fey would tell. He was hired through what is called NBC's Diversity Initiative, which means essentially they got him for free. They didn't have to pay him because NBC would foot the bill for it. So he gets hired in that context, and he said that it gave him nightmares about having to you know, feel like he's performing well on the show. Was this after or before he's, he was started rapping? He, was, he rapped before Okay, this. he was already rapping before this. Yeah, he was already rapping this. before this. Yep. He's, he actually is, if we're going to like operate under the uh, idea that Donald Glover is what you would call a diversity hire, he is the gold standard for what you want, as in somebody who became extremely successful, is clearly actually very talented. Sure, I just believe it's kind of implying that if Donald Glover had not been hired as a writer on 30 Rock, that it would have been because race and that's just not true it would have been a coincidence yeah. that it didn't come across someone's he's been, desk he's been slighted and i don't think it was race that was the issue but he's been slighted because he's kind of been like the internet's hero for a while um like Why? when i remember just because he everything he was funny uh he's pretty non-controversial everything he was in was good and then he was a nerd right and so like i remember when the animated spider-man show was coming out um and overwhelmingly everyone was like Donald Glover Donald Glover Donald Glover and he gets shafted right they won't even consider him for the role so I don't know what it is but he has been slighted early on in his career now that he went through like community he had a successful music career he's doing a, sh a successful show called Atlanta I don't know if that's the case anymore uh, he's kind of made a name for himself. Well, he's got—he's now got a production company called Gilga Productions. And what yeah. I found most interesting about both of these articles, guys, wasn't anything to do with him being called a diversity hire. That's, if anything, just a hook. He's producing a short film with Michelle, uh, Michelle, that'd be even funnier, with Obama. Malia, Malia Obama. And what's interesting here is he actually admits to the idea that Hollywood is existing in a post-profit era. He essentially says that this company, Gilga, was created. Uh, so I'm going to read the quote here. It says, their approach to collaborating with Malia uh, represents Gilga's larger approach to filmmaking, which Idori said was more about diversity of thought than like diversity for optics. He said he's been looking to create a space for black artists to simply make art in their own style and establish themselves as auteurs without having to be successful every time. He's ad admitting that the post-profit era is in fact upon us and he he references um, a couple of artists he rents references Wes Anderson he goes no Wes Anderson movies ever make any money and he's kind of right about that I think the Royal Tenenbaums profited but, but like that, does that also apply to Tarantino and Scorsese no. that's not that's not the case. No, and Kanye West. Kanye is West is a massively profitable yeah. collaborator. But Wes Anderson an seems to be the one he's he's referring to more. He says, like with Wes Anderson, there's different rules. Glover said, adding that the director's work never makes money. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. Okay, he, doesn't he say said it's not about the part. money. It's because a certain group of people are like, this is important, and I was like. Are black people at a point now where they can do that on their own? And they are. Uh, with whether we're talking about this, whether we're talking about Tyler Perry and his production empire, which is growing, 
Uh, there are a lot of examples yeah. here beyond just the fact well, that Hollywood does, in fact, enforce diversity initiatives, which give people more of an opportunity to get their foot in the door, in which the best case scenario you could hope for is that you create the it, next it's just like, Donald Glover. If the aim here is to lift up uh, creative people from his racial community, why is it that you would immediately pick someone who can get whatever they want? Malia Obama. Well, Being Obama's know, daughter, dad can you do can do whatever you want. Your dad has a production company. Right. You can also go with any other production company. I'm sure they'd be happy to have you. But this is being framed as like him lifting up an up and coming well no no he he, he mentions it filmmaker? here he, he says uh glover's larger vision for his production company which likens producing quality work to the way rich kids do rich kids don't do shit for money they do things based on if it's going to make them happy like what's really uh like what's really what i realized in the last go round i made a lot of money and it wasn't that i was depressed or anything like that but i just realized it's the people i was around that mattered he said people don't get quality anymore they need a filter gilga is perfect for is a perfect filter for that so he sees it as like look uh, I guess you can take Malia Obama and, and allow her to make stuff uh, in the way she well, wants to make of, it. You know, for all the stupid reboots and re-envisionings of everything that we're getting, like Donald Glover, Jordan Peele, Eric July, like black Americans are actually creating new pieces of work, mm -hmm. right? Like whether or not people enjoy it is beside the point is at least they're actually trying to pave their own way and create new Jordan stuff Peele. for us. That's what I said, Jordan Peterson, uh, uh, Jordan Peele. Um, uh, but aside from the Candyman reboot, which he was not the director on, he was the producer on. Right. In general, um, yeah. But, you know, he's had, what, three or four, three hits since then that were completely him. Yeah. Um, so I'm just happy there's new stuff and I don't have to just rewatch uh, the Little Mermaid all over again. I mean, most of this stuff is never going to get released in theaters. It's all going straight to streaming nope, services. Nope, theaters. No, I'm saying the stuff he's talking about here. Jordan Peele's a different well, yeah. case. Jordan, Jordan Peele's a different case. Right. Uh, the stuff he's talking about here, whether we're talking about a Malia Obama movie, which I shudder Look, to think what that's like. A short film I'll... made by Malia Obama, if we're being realistic, is going to be about some woke social justice. Maybe garbage. not, though, because if you don't, if you remember, like, when they were in the White House as kids, they were constantly giving Barack a hard time because they were out like partying basically and smoking. So there might be something like I'm not going to I'm going to keep an open mind here because should we review Malia Obama's movie? Is it supposed to? I'm just worried it's going to be like a documentary. It's well, it says short film, so I don't know. I guess so that would mean it a is a short film fictional. about her being like uh, in it the White be House. About her. I hope not. I'm not it interested. would be it would be cool if they could make something that wasn't a self insert. Like that's my biggest complaint with so much of what we see now is it's all self inserts because right. nobody has an imagination anymore and they can't imagine. There was an amazing video. You guys go back and watch. I don't even know the name of it. Zach from Comics Matter did a hilarious video yesterday about this writer who gave a horse vitiligo. What? Uh, it, it was like a brony comic, or it was like a My Little Pony. Horses comic. just have patches of fur that are different colors. You anyway. have to, you, you have to go. You how have does a horse have? You have to go. You have to go watch. And how it. is a bison non-binary? <laughs> I cry out like, to the heavens. And he said, like, imagine living in a world where you're so like, like creatively bankrupt that you take a horse and you give it your and you and you basically give it your 
condition because you don't have any it's creativity. Michael Jackson horse yeah ba- well basically yeah and he, he said like the like the, there is a horse version of vitiligo where in which you do, you're not born with a kidney and you or you're not born with like a, a liver or something and you die in two days the hell? Uh, and he's like but he couldn't even give the horse that he gave the horse a human condition because because it's uh, non-fatal yeah no no because or... it, because they themselves had it oh, and they couldn't it. because they couldn't imagine telling a story about something they themselves hadn't experienced because people People are creatively bankrupt. Well, I mean, you can write a story about being a horse and you haven't experienced that. So why does it have to extend? Because you give to... it human qualities. Oh, also, it's like, is it going to be a story like a, it's a story about a girl named uh, Maria, who's the daughter of a president? Uh, yeah. And, uh, and she'll do drugs. If it's a documentary that's lame, that's giving like gutsy by Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, someone, someone just chatted. There I was a young black girl in a white house. Yeah. For Malia Obama. It's so poetic. I hate it when that happens. Dude, that'd be kind of funny if she said that. I mean, also, if she's an actress in it, I'm kind of less interested Uh, in that, too. too. If she's just a writer or a director, I'll respect the effort. I haven't seen it, but to be fair, I haven't seen anything... good from the Obamas since they had that giant deal they signed with Netflix like they were supposed to come out with all this content and I I don't even know if they've come out with I think there's one thing so far right yeah and then there's the Archwell Productions studio owned by Meghan Markle and Prince Harry which never really Tim actually covered today he covered the story I wanted to do the other day about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio going on the stand to talk about all that money that like the the lead singer of the Fugees funneled to the Obamas in 2012. Oh. Uh, like 30 million dollars to the Obamas that was like pilfered from like the Malaysian government or something like that. And I wanted to cover it because it involved well, the funding that came in like the guy that's being accused of this was the lead singer of the or was one of the original founding members of the Fugees. And he helped. He did the funding for Wolf of Wall Street. Tim mm. Tim covered it earlier today. But it's all just. It's all evil. They're all swindlers. They're all criminals. Maybe we should arrest them and bring them to a show trial in New York City. <laughs> because a, maybe if maybe if he got the money from a porn star, then we could bring him to trial. But I guess not. So. Also, by the way, somebody needs to right now start. Do you guys remember when Lil Wayne got arrested and they had free Wheezy shirts? We need free Trump no. shirts ASAP. Like, ASAP. We need I know to, they already exist. They, they, we need Probably to make on those. Luke's. Dude, I, 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 like, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but, like, dude, I'm so over this. Like, it's a media nothing burger. They want either holding a shiny object in your face and say, look, look, look. In look, the works, look. in development, at wherever yeah. like things are constantly in development get it, but, but never like, come to be i'm not gonna spend every day on like okay trump jail watch day three like i'm not gonna do that i'm sorry the, there was some great ai created mug shots that were fantastic <laughs> i've seen a couple of them uh so yeah also there aren't gonna be real ones he, glover said when it came to oh he also talks in here about bringing on uh liam neeson to do the scene about that kind of apologizes for his gaffe uh, do, do you remember like when Liam Neeson basically admitted that he had no idea how the world worked anymore and talked about how like when uh, his like somebody he knew was R worded and they identified the person who R worded them as a as a black person. He says, I went out looking to she's just, yeah. he's like, I just went around walking angry looking for a, a black person to be mad at for like a week or something. I was like. He admitted that in 2020. Who does that? Are you not reading the news, dude? Well, he's Irish, right? It doesn't matter. He works in America. Like the Irish are 
they brought him like on. Um, they brought him on Atlanta and like I mean, kind of poked fun at it. Mel Gibson is still working. Well, that's the way. Like, dude, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Mary, but like yeah. that's the way that like race relations. Like, if there's any actual conflict, it's a great way to solve it. Like, let's p- poke fun at the gaff. Go come together, create yep. some art together. You know, like that's don't. Like, imagine if they tried to cancel him and just, like, he got blackballed they from did, every... Well, they did try to cancel him. It just didn't work. Good. Like, the, the media tried to cancel him. just didn't work. Uh, Glover defends his work and brushes off the criticisms, which uh, recently include Swarm's depictions of black women. They're ta- I think they're talking about that sex scene also in, in Swarm that we were talking about that one day. Uh, he says, uh, "He says I'm not a politician. I'm an artist, and I'm good. I'm a good artist. That's the difference. If I didn't think I was a good artist, then I'd be like, maybe I shouldn't do this. But this is nuanced and funny. Uh, I, I like it. I like, for the most part, I'm a fan of Donald Glover. Uh, I like him. He just kind of annoys me. I don't know why. He just comes off I, as artsy to me, and I appreciate yeah, that's the, what I dislike. The, I like. I appreciate that he's just kind of yeah. artsy. And I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He is kind of like." A dweeb in in most like community, like he's like really to, soft in the characters he plays. I would also rather take uh, Tyler Perry over uh, over what's his name over than Key and P- uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele any day of the week. I, Why? I just I have no idea. I I can't I can't intellectualize or verbalize why. Maybe but because he's just been around longer. Maybe he's just been around. Like, but also I feel like Key and Peele used to be pretty even-handed, and now they lean very heavily in one direction. With a, not the show, but Jordan Peele with his. With I don't his, know. I just saw Keegan Michael Key is doing like a musical. No, or he's something. great. Like, uh, I mean, he's 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 great, and he does a lot of just uh, the same role. And like, do you see the his bad Predator movie that he was in? <laughs> I love that. I I love that. He movie. was uh, he was in Mad TV, wasn't he? Before Key and Peele, yeah. yeah. I miss that show. I I really don't like that when someone criticizes a Jordan Peele film, they're just called racist. Well, I mean, it's, that's the same thing that happened to Obama, right? You weren't allowed to criticize Obama, otherwise you're racist. Right. So that's, I, I think yeah, that's I don't a really I feel cheap like, way to the, silence people. Then maybe that's what I'm, I'm trying to intellectualize. I feel like you're like people can be like, I don't like Tyler Perry movies, and no one's gonna be like, well, you're a racist piece of crap. They're gonna right. be like, if you say that about Jordan Peele, yeah, they will. Yeah, but they're like, oh, you don't like Medea? You're probably just a person who doesn't like Medea. If right. you're like, I don't like Nope, they're like, uh, where is your clan hoodie? Like, nope where's your felt, yeah. nope <laughs> like, felt I know it's why. Like, what's there's the someone... fundamental difference? They're just movies. Right, right, exactly. right, right. I, I, I just like even if like Nope was okay to me, I liked the other two movies, um, Us and what was the other one? Get out. Get out. Um, and I'm just happy there's just new movies. Honestly, even if I don't enjoy it, at least it keeps me entertained for two hours. And oh, and it's not watching the same nonsense over and over again. Yep. Do you guys think that Tina Fey was just joking? No, I don't. No, I don't like Tina Fey. Hire? She's never been funny to me. No, I, I, I think she's saying I think it in a way. Real. I think she's saying it in a way that's business oriented. Like the way she phrases it, just sounds like she's talking about it in a business context, not in the context. Of I trying to be imagine insulting. her saying this in a snarky way. Maybe. Right? Yeah. He said there's no animosity between us or anything like that, but Tina Fey said it herself. The last two people who were fighting for the job were me and Kenya Barris. I didn't know it was between me and him until later. He also said that the blackish creator said he hated Donald Glover for years. <laughs> That's well, weird. Yeah, and he says it definitely didn't feel like I was supposed to be here. Like he he felt uh, a little bit of what do you call that? Um, imposter that's, syndrome. Okay, that's a situation where imposter syndrome makes sense. If there is some yeah. like important thing that you're doing and you maybe don't have the faith in yourself to 
uh, think that you deserve it. But when I hear that just some random person with an email job has imposter syndrome, it's like, you have imposter syndrome because you know that your job isn't useful to society and you are rightfully making the judgment yeah. that you don't deserve to be I there. I, I, so, I, I, lack of fulfillment. I get yeah, that it's feeling, a lack of fulfillment, not imposter syndrome. I get that feeling with this job just because I feel like uh, I, I, I like to compare myself to people that are very good in this space. So there's like the idea like, do you deserve to be here? I, I think that's a fair... At the very least, maybe you shouldn't like live on the concept of imposter syndrome, but it's good to hold yourself to a high well, standard. Well, you know... Like in a in a job like this, like I think what you just gotta try to make a change because there are. I mean, you're making more of a difference than you realize. You're probably making more than if you were swinging a hammer or doing construction. You're making more of a difference because there's what he's saying thousands is be of bad people, construction. thousands of people listen to you every day. You know, so it's like you do have a chance to make a change and make a change for the be the better. You know, if Pl someone said that like one of us would be more useful uh, working at like a sewage treatment plant, it's like. Would we though? <laughs> I mean, if there was like, no, but if they had zero workers, okay, okay. maybe. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like you can just insert any random person into any right. random job and then they're going to all provide the same amount of value there. Yeah. Um, let's go to Super Chats. Right, let's do it. The last of my kind said, cameo's done right. Daniel Craig as a stormtrooper. Uh, mm, no, stop. Or Hugh Find Grant. Find someone new. Hugh, Would that happen? Hugh Grant in Knives Out. Shane H. Wilder said Disney is losing money hand over fist, so they decided to go big or go home. No pun intended. All they have to do is tell good stories. They're sitting on a gold They certainly line. went big. They certainly went big. So, big deal. Disco Jensen said, what do you think would improve content coming out of Hollywood? That's a very large question. I think decentralization and the removal of a lot of these properties from Fortune 500 companies that water down all their products. Uh, allow them to be created by people who have full creative control so that we don't have Disney telling Lin-Manuel Miranda that he has to edit the song from The Little Mermaid because of some consent ghost that's not actually scaring anyone. Consent ghost? Yeah, it's a, it's a ghost of fear that they have that somebody's going to be offended by the concept that that the Little Mermaid didn't get asked consent. Nobody's actually worried about that, and it's ruining the art. The best way to fix the art is to decentralize it and put it in the hands of actual artists and give them what they need yeah, to make Yeah, the sick it. part is that they're changing it for old people, uh, specifically for old women, and this is supposed to be a movie for kids, yeah. and the kids don't even know what was in the first movie that's right. supposed to supposedly like offend them so deeply. I love the, you know? I love the memes where it shows like the Little Mermaid, and then you know, with the new diversity cast, there's a young black girl. And she's like, "Oh my God, that's me!" And then it shows like Optimus Prime, and it's like every race in the world. They're like, "Oh my God, that's me!" And it's like, it's true. You create a good, good character, and people will see themselves in that character. Have, have you ever like, seen the the Transformers video where no. where uh, Optimus this? Prime is taking on Megatron, and Megatron changes genders so that he can't be beat up by Optimus Prime? Like you wouldn't hit a woman, would you? It's, and it's like, and he, and, he, and he gets yelled at for misgendering him. And then finally, all of the Autobots leave Optimus Prime because he's being. You have to watch it. I'll, maybe I'll link it in the in the description. Put it in the video. Slack because I it's, put a couple things for you to watch, Mary. It's in the Slack. incredible. Okay. Uh, the last of my kind said Bill Burr cameoed, but his story, although short, was miles better than Jack Black or Lizzo cameo. Story over spectacle. 
Also, uh, commie utopia because planet was already rich, basically a trust fund planet. Hashtag capital city. Also, Bill Burr defended Gina Carano when he, he was, did. Yeah, he said he basically said like she's the she's like she's a sweetheart, and he felt like what was happening to her was ridiculous. So was his cameo before or after that? She was on the show when he was. So he was, was at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's hold off on the on the rest, and we will come back. Uh, we're almost to a third crisis party. Okay. But we got one more to talk about, guys. And this one is I'm going to actually put the. Um, I don't know if I should put it on the screen. It's it's gross. I mean, there's there are a, censored images. I I won't even risk but... it. Yeah. Okay. There is a show, guys, called Naked Education, and it's sparking fury because the show basically shows adults stripping off and standing fully naked in front of people that are not adults. Charge them all. Many viewers were shocked to see a group of adults strip naked in front of children aged 14 to 16. Gosh, I would be shocked to see that as well. Uh, and the creator of the show <laughs> says say. there uh, she she likes to um, uh, like push back on taboos and she's uh, she's out to change the culture. But the taboo oh. she thinks that she's breaking through on is about body positivity, no. not about the taboo that we all know this is about, which is Hollywood and the media's creepy obsession with uh, sexualizing children. Yeah. Why would looking at other people... Here's what I don't get. Why would looking at other people naked make you feel better about how you look naked? What do, what's the correlation? I guess the idea here is like if you see it enough, it's like exposure therapy. If you see how Dude. disgusting other people look, it makes you feel yeah. better this about how like, you look disgusting. I mean, I know the the British are always more edgy than American television, so <laughs> we're gonna like look at this probably with more shock than even they will look at this. I am putting but at it the on same screen. time, like young men and young women, like if like you need to let that stuff happen naturally. Like when I was a, like a young kid, like going to the beach was awesome, right? Because mm -hmm. you saw women with like less clothing i didn't need to have a television program sit like i didn't need to have to sit down in front of it with it's it's, it's porn that's well, what it's, it is it's, it's not porn. just that but like why when you're talking about like seeing someone in, in like a bathing suit it's like at least that's a socially appropriate context in this situation they are likely hiring children from a talent agency and they're managed by their parents who signed them up for this everyone they can't involved, consent to this everyone involved should be charged because they're this, literally getting flashed th yeah this is I, like I'm, i don't even know what words to use because you can't even talk about this stuff on youtube right like we'll get in trouble for talking about it but they will not get in trouble for making a show this for same. outright documenting their own crimes well yeah. i mean it's it's just like you can get in trouble for misinformation but cnn and fox and all them can have all the Scared misinformation me. they want because they're authoritative news sources no. yeah uh it's i mean first of all if you're the adults in this who signs up for this like who like we need to know exactly who each of these people are we need to know the parents that took their children to this we need to know the showrunner who signed off who's investing in this because that's how you stop this you need to not just pick one person and call them out you need to call out everyone and like cancel culture sucks but highlighting the truth is not cancel culture right demanding like it's it's yeah. it's a problem man and they it's 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 bad so brett like I know this came up on the show when I was out for a couple of days, yes. but you guys talked about Pretty Baby, Brooke Shields documentary about yeah. um, how she like grew up in the limelight and she was sexualized from an extremely young age. Like literally we're talking eight years old 
through her entire childhood. Yes. And it was also because of uh, her her mother's um, abuse and well, because her mom pushing her into yeah. that industry. And yep. she was in Playboy, all of this different sick stuff. And I, I get, um, obviously that, that like subject matter is extremely disturbing and it's in a way, I suppose, a good thing that she's drawing awareness to what happened. However, I don't like the narrative that now that society has progressed past all of this horrible behavior, now we can talk about what happened to Brooke Shields and we can lash ourselves for it and move on and mm. then everything's okay. When obviously the entertainment industry hasn't changed a single bit no, since that happened. If anything, it's only gotten worse and it just looks different now. It's now done in the name of body positivity, or you know, destigmatizing. Yeah, here I'll, I'll read the quote from the. You make up the, nice words to dress it up, but it's still what it is. You're sexualizing kids. I'm gonna read the quote from the creator. It says, "I like to make shows that are controversial, that break taboos, and that make a difference. And with every single show that I've done before, you can tick one of those boxes. Naked Education is a body positive." educational series that is basically aiming to normalize all body types and champion everybody's differences so that we can accept that we uh, that with our clothes off we're all normal so why not huh? show it to adults who are like even then it wouldn't make sense if you were showing if this were a show where they like are naked in front of other adults the premise of it still doesn't make sense Showing other people what you look like naked isn't going to make them love themselves. It's just forcing them to look at you naked. It's it's vo it's voyeurism, exhibitionism it's, at its core. That's what it is. Dr. Alex George took to Instagram to tell his followers, I'm so excited. It'll really help people. I think they'll find it powerful to watch. It reminds me of, um, I was reading yesterday. Just throw away about, the whole United Kingdom. It was like yesterday I was reading about, uh, what's his name? John Money, the guy who created yep. the term of gender yep. uh, identity, who created the concept of gender identity and what he did to the twin boys. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm reading it. And as, as I'm reading it, I'm just like getting more and more angry and realizing that this is these are the champions of these movements that as long as you couch it in terms and he blamed uh when he got in trouble for what happened with that with the i think his name was dylan i don't remember what the boy's name was uh the, the both those brothers self-deleted eventually one yeah. suicide and the other one um pills uh antidepressants uh basically blamed right wing me like uh right right wing media bias for what happened to him like it's it's all the same thing it's just that the first of all now the media is 100% on board with it and doesn't push back they support it and second of all they've learned to couch it in language that is flowery and distracts oh. and it, it it obfuscates what it means to people who are uninitiated and distracts the people that are. I don't know. And this is like when you start normalizing this kind of stuff, this is how real children and real victims are created. Yep. Where someone watches this and thinks it's normal to get to strip. Yep. And it goes too far. And you know what? And then you've got, then, then a life was lost. And that's on your hands. Except these showrunners, they'll never be held accountable. They'll never be held accountable for this. I mean, I think that... There are a lot of sick people out there with a latent um, desire in them to victimize vulnerable people, including children. And if you show them that that's increasingly a socially acceptable behavior, then 
they will act on their latent desires and people will be victimized in the I real know. world. And we are, no matter what you, you know, cope about it, like we are affected by the media we watch. It's maybe not as simple as playing violent video games makes people into school shooters. It's not that simple, but it happens. It's a real phenomenon and uh, you know, I honestly, media in this format hasn't even existed long enough for us to say definitively um, that it doesn't affect us. It does. And there are, there are dangerous people out there who see media like this and think that it's an excuse for them. To me, this is so much worse than like that guy, Jeffrey Marsh on TikTok that tells kids to like leave their parents and go no contact. Like that's TikTok. You got to go and like he's got either appear in your algorithm or you have to go and search, search that guy out. out, right? This show is proof that investors were involved, that it got approval on multiple levels. Well, because right? it's the UK, doesn't that mean it has like government backing? I, I, maybe. I don't know about that, but what I'm saying is the yeah. amount of people involved in a major production like this like, to, like that is so much worse than an individual social media post because you're saying hundreds, if not thousands of people have given the thumbs up or don't care to this reprehensible behavior. And that's why it's so much more damaging. The, the worst part about it is not even necessarily how awful the behavior is, but the audacity to then couch it in the language that you're doing something virtuous. Uh, it says, uh, another viewer said, what an awesome show idea. Only in Britain would they show fully naked people on TV at 8 p.m., but I love that. Seems like a very empowering and positive show about tackling insecurities. Just, just do an exotic cooking show. Ka Carl Malkin Gosh. said to one critic, kids who grow up knowing the human body is a work of art and nudity is natural are clearly better adjusted than you. Your parents are supposed to teach you this stuff, not some creep on television who may or may not be a pedophile. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, no. No, I, but I agree. Like, if they wanted to actually be noble, yeah, take the kids out of the equation. Because whose deal was that in the first place? And, like, let's have some fun with it, right? Like, like what about a cooking show where you spill hot stuff and you're naked? So, yeah, you burn things. This, like, is, a, this is a hugely important... This is the stuff I hate is when they, make it, uh, when they make it out to be something great. It says, this is a hugely important series which will show the diversity in normal bodies and how they inevitably change due to things like age, weight gain, loss, illness, etc. You don't need to bring live children in and show them this image in person. You don't need to do well, that. Kids shouldn't be watching this. You can also tell that a body's changing without stripping. Like I know a person's 80 and they don't they don't have to get naked for me to know that. Like I can tell. To be fair, there were a lot of comments that pushed back on it. Uh, Ripped Jean says naked adults exposing themselves to 15 to 16 year old boys and girls on TV. What the F is wrong with this country? Amen. Thankfully that's the majority response, but the people who are responding to this positively, I genuinely don't understand the thought process. Like, I'm they, trying to understand it from their perspective and what what could possibly be your rationalization for this? Because I just see, like, anything that's shocking equals good. The tweet says, uh, I'll have to rewatch the full thing. What an awesome idea. Only in Britain would they f show fully naked people on TV at 8 p.m., but I love that. Seems like a very empowering and positive show about tackling insecurities. It's like people, stupid people fall for this and like in this good place in their heart probably think that this helps people accept things about themselves. But they as, don't think about it too much. 
If they, yeah, if you don't think about it too much, you're probably thinking like, yeah, this is like, you know, a remedy for for the fact that we like have Photoshop and magazine covers, and it's just like if you're like midwit enough, you can like rationalize this to yourself. But I genuinely don't understand how you don't dig deeper than that. Like, why would it be okay for children to be involved? And even if it were an adults-only show, I would still be sitting here making fun of it because why do you think it would accomplish anything? I think one of the reasons... If it were stuff, only adults, like, what's the, what's the justification? Yeah, there's nothing to educate them on. They should know. Adults um, know what other adults look that's like. Why, that's why I said the cooking thing. I mean, it could be any activity. Like, if you want to have naked people in your show and you want to be raunchy, make it adults only. Let's add some fun. Make it an obstacle. Make it American Ninja Warrior. Right? They already <laughs> have, you know they have that show called Too Hot to Handle where literally the challenge of the reality show is that you can't have sex. But you're naked the whole time? You're not naked the whole oh. time. You just can't have sex. That's not that with the hard. other contestants. That's, that's really it. not that hard. The other no, not just that, but it's like you know. They probably put them in they, like, like situations where it's like, you know. Okay, I, but really, like it, you're gonna put down like six hundred. What was it? Like they give you some hundreds of thousands of dollars to not have sex, and they, they can't do it. They should just uh, yeah. like what is reality television anymore? And this is a genre that I like, and it's being ruined to I miss, promote degeneracy. I miss constantly. like. John and Kate plus eight and wife swap and oh what about like 19 era. kids and counting like here's a, here's even that like had a dark side to be but fair that family <laughs> it's just like it's kind of crazy. something that isn't outwardly degenerate right you know? I think one of the things that it is is that we've been conditioned to believe that the evils of the world are wide-eyed spitting lunatics that will tell you uh with like a grin on their face why they're evil and they're proud of being evil what they don't realize is that the real evil is the one that can convince you that they're not and they use academic or current year buzzword terms to defend behavior that is not really acceptable, but they can couch it in enough buzzwords and language that they can rationalize it to a person who doesn't look into it too deep. Mm -hmm. uh, so instead of the cartoonish villain, you have an educated villain who knows how to make it seem less bad than it is through the way that they speak. I think James Lindsay would have a lot to say on that. Hmm. One person did have a, a, a fairly decent pushback here, though. Uh, they said... Uh, let me find it. I, I lost it here. I'm dying there. to know what this is. Uh, well, this is a... This is not a fan of this, but there is nudity on beaches in France where all ages are together. So maybe in America, we are just way more freaked out by a naked yeah. body again than... Uh, and he says, again, not defending. I've got if the anything... retort there. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So a nude beach, like, yes, it's like nudity is allowed, but it's not a requirement. You will see fully clothed people. Not to mention, right? You're not like, like with a TV show... All eyes, the 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 focus on or on these four naked people. A nude beach, like you're also in the sun, right? You're also doing beach things. You're yeah, also in the it's water. Not the, it's not the entire focus it's, of the activity. The idea is that it's just it's actually something that normalizes it by making it something you just see in your everyday life, not focusing on it inherently. There's nude beaches, and I think in Florida, um, and in parts of probably the West Coast, and it's like I almost feel like like for college kids, I get it, I understand. You know, but like you don't need to make this a family, you know, event. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that if anything, what has made um, Western people or maybe specifically Americans scandalized so easily by uh, the human body uh, or nudity in general is pornography, not 
is is like a pornographic view of the naked body, not a lack of seeing the naked body. You know, yeah. like someone just it, said, the naked body has never been a mystery to any people in history. Like that's that's not. There have been, and the funny thing is, there are TV shows that have great episodes that always involve like nude be like nude beaches or nude retreats, and they always do the trope where it's like they pick the least likely person you'd ever want to see naked as like the person who just loves it and is naked so, all the time. But it's done on a TV show where it's like they cleverly hide the nudity, like a person's arm comes up and they like walk into frame. Well, people said nude beaches are good to avoid tan lines, um, which is <laughs> I guess true, but like you can also tan anywhere. Um, and then someone also said rest in peace skinny dipping, but like that's not the same thing Like that's an intimate activity between usually and this is like the two kids, people that are look, dating or married this, I, I'm gonna put this on screen temper like avert your eyes if you don't want to see the gross naked people It is blurred out, but I'm gonna put it on the screen. Look at this. This is what you see and then this is the other side of the room They're in school chairs That's I would love to follow these. The optics, like, how does this get approved? That's what I was saying. The optics are And that's what upsets me so much because it had to go through how many layers, how many different people, and nobody said no. It's the same thing with Balenciaga. It goes through so many layers of, of like. I don't know if people are cowards or they're designers, set designers, photographers, lighting technicians, and. Photoshop people who are photoshopping graphic designers and uh, you know marketing executives and it can go all the way to the top and nobody says no the entire time yep. while it, you're putting children next to bondage gear yep. in an ad campaign it was no one at any point in that process right. said no and this happens all the time why right and why? that's why like with the books that we're finding in u.s schools and people like they try to say you're being hysterical if you get offended by that it's like yo someone had to write this book someone had to illustrate it someone had to publish it someone had to put it on their online store someone had to purchase it someone had to then receive the shipment and hand it to a child this stuff doesn't just happen right there are yeah. layers to it and every layer is corrupt and it's a it's a demon demonic onion and you just keep peeling back the layers and it gets worse demonic and worse onion. That's what I'm, it is. Uh, I'm, uh, to counter the depressingness of all this, I'm shouting out the, <laughs> the pop culture crisis Discord uh, right this second. I'm shouting it out right now, both on my Discord and live now on saying? the show. Uh, well, they were they were talking about it earlier. They're they're just uh, Mary was rolling twenties today. Um, they're arguing with Bertman about the Bert cult. So oh my you know, goodness. Uh, he's, in, he's in this one too. There it's were a couple of weeks PCC. on the show where everyone was like. Mary is on one. Like, what? What happened? And I just like went off for two weeks and then stopped. Yeah. It's exhausting like, I don't to know be what angry. Happened. It really like I don't want to be upset. I wish I could like like the shit keeps happening. I wish I could be like a Disney movie where I like well not current Disney movies but the old ones where I'd wake up with a huge grin. I'd be singing and dancing like but it, like life's not that. Bertman, life sucks. Bertman, give us our. Is Bertman watching? You should give us our third crisis party. Just saying. Do it. Paying attention to the Do Discord. It. All right. Uh, the point of the, the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, Hollywood and the entertainment industry is full of degenerate weirdos. It's woke. It's never going away. And uh, it's, yes, yeah, it, it's more Nude woke. Nude beaches than, are woke. <laughs> it's more woke than taxes, bro. All right. British television is woke. Let's go to Super Chats, Mary. High Voltage 75 said Adele lost a bunch of weight and got attacked for it. The same thing would happen to Lizzo. Think so? Would Probably, it? yeah. 
I just think she Adele, but Adele and that's that's probably true too because Adele was like it's not her, it was like it was her only characteristic. She was met, better known for her music. Adele was less known for the the body positivity stuff than Lizzo is. Yes. She was just a, a bigger girl that happened to also be extremely talented. So if Lizzo did the same thing and lost the weight, then I think she would get attacked even more fiercely for I it well, because she's, she's made her whole yeah. brand off of it. Yep. She knows that even if she wanted to lose weight, it's not an option for her career-wise. Dude, she's honestly so big too that she would she would have to get surgery because if she lost all that weight, there's nowhere for that skin to go. That's you, true. You, that That's doesn't go away. Too. So major bed. Bad Adam Whoa, 12 said, Taco Bar is in Frederick Awesome Food. I've actually heard about that. Yeah, I've hmm. heard that place is good. I guess it's a bar and they have tacos there. Now I'm hungry again. Uh, dude, I know. Um, I know. It's always during the show that we just, uh, toward the end, we start thinking about food. Tacos, uh, tacos, burgers, or pizza, if you had to pick one of the three. Right now? At, at all. Forever? Forever. Forever. That's tough. Chat, thoughts, tacos, burgers, it's or pizza? It's definitely pizza that Tacos, I because I can split the ingredients up. And not have the same thing all the time. Yeah. But when people think of ordering food, they don't think let's order tacos. They usually think let's order pizza. So you have because like, it's easier. Yeah. It's, it's like it'll, it'll appeal to everyone easier. Yeah. Like I like, I would go with pizza. Mm. Um, you Brett. Probably. You're the one that asked the question. Probably like, burgers. Okay. I almost meant burgers. Such a diversity but, of opinion. But like, if here. I wanted to That's like, what it's all about. just get protein in, like I could take it out of the taco. You know, if I just wanted like some carbs. Uh, no, you some have carbs. to eat it. You can't deconstruct it. Why not? It's really, my food. On, on a lot of days, <laughs> on a lot of days, I would say tacos too. I kind of go back and. It's like, oh, it. if I just wanted cheese, I would eat pizza. Yeah. With the cheese peeled off. Yeah, you like, could also do that with tacos or burgers. You peel I the guess, cheese off. But it's not really pizza anymore. You're just eating cheese it's not pizza yeah well <laughs> <Okay>. well <laughs> the last of my kind said y'all should do fake commercials for an intro Ooh, idea i would love to do that. i i do i, I want to make a I want to make a uh raid shadow legends commercial even though we're not sponsored by raid shadow legends because it's uh it's such a rite of passage in this space to have a raid or shadow legend or a raycon we could commercial. do parodies of like like uh, lizzo's new clothing brand we could have our own like <laughs> woke clothing brand uh mary can have like a, a skinny only like only for skinny people clothing. Well, was, well, that already exists it's called one size the whole time we were reading that article i kept thinking of that that woke denim uh, by the woke Levi's. Yeah, Levi Wokes. Levi Wokes. Yeah. It's like they're it's made nobody. For, so it's for so everybody. everybody. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, <laughs> everyone needs to go watch that skit. Goofer Trooper said at the time of this message, 488 views and 70 likes. What? That doesn't Guys, seem right. Uh, there's 294 likes now. Hit the like button. Subscribe to this channel. I want the third crisis part. I'm Come on. If I have to do up oh, there, it goes. if you're right watching nice. and you haven't hit the like button, can you please yeah. give us an itemized list of the reasons why you refuse to like need the video? To know. I, I mean, there I'm are... genuinely curious. I'm genuinely like, I want to know. There are people. What's the problem? When I hit, when I when I put the hit the like button part at the beginning of the show, like in the chat, somebody's like, but on principles, like I don't like anything until I've watched it because I don't know if I like it yet. I'm like, I like it. I like the honesty okay. in that. Like, it's like after like, the show, yeah, then they're like, I, I can't if do you that. decide that that we're worthy. How am I supposed to say? How am I supposed to hit the like? But no, I have no idea if I like this yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know what Good you're getting. Good for you. Though. When exactly. when you tune in, you know what you're getting on yes. pop culture crisis. The last of my kind said, I'm saying he was a stormtrooper. It was unnoticeable. Well, that's cool Daniel too. Daniel Craig already was? Yeah, they did okay. a, a cameo hmm. with him. 
Old Warrior 34 said, reminder that 13 Reasons Why actually increased suicide yeah, rates and nothing happened to the showrunners. Look, there's eh. a difference well, we here. We don't know, though. Yes, right? there is a difference here between saying that uh, their glorification of it through the show caused it and this show, which is actually exposing children to so, naked adults. When that show came out, I actually knew a lot of... Uh, friends and family that wouldn't let their young daughters watch the show because it's like, especially for young girls going through puberty, like that show was just particularly damaging. Like the suicide rates are already crazy. You know, John, uh, Jonathan Haidt has a lot of stuff on this. Uh. But it's like the fundamental question is, did somebody commit sewer slide because they watched 13 reasons why and it convinced them that it's a good idea I th it glorified Maybe it's it not it made as it seem it they didn't that, even prosecute but... that girl who like tried to tell her boyfriend yes yes the, you're talking about the one in she, yeah but she didn't go to like jail, jail. yes she, she did not for like what for like less she got than like a year? years in prison no she, for convincing her boyfriend to go through with it what Mich was that person's I thought, that, I thought she, got, or something I thought she like got off on that I think it's happened a few times, but Michelle Tyler, Michelle Taylor. Okay. okay but you know that well. show was about a girl who, uh, you know, took her own life. They made a show about her too. Yeah. Boy or girl, I forget. Um, but she like almost left clues to like let people know what happened. Mm -hmm. The thirteen reasons why. So somebody just they glorified it. They made it seem noble. Like it's like a, like did somebody almost... like reenact that in in their? I think no, but it just made it seem like it was an okay thing to do. And that's the in issue. If you're already sense, sad yeah. and, and in that place. The chat is now talking about Papa Roach. Last <laughs> resort. It's incredible. I just, I don't know. If you get to the point where you're thinking about sewer slide as some kind of like <laughs> revenge against people in your life, then you already don't have empathy. I don't so... think it's that. I think it's like a, a big defense against it. It's like, oh my God, I can't abandon my responsibilities, my people, like my family. And now they've taken that away. It's like, no, it's okay for you to do that. It's okay. And I mean, Canada's doing it in real life. They're like, yes. hey. so. Yeah. <laughs> if you seen the, the meme, it's like, uh, help, I stubbed my toe. And it shows the, it says, can, it's the Grim Reaper oh coming up behind them. <laughs> Allow me to help. <laughs> Disco Jensen said, feds figured out brainwashing and trauma goes hand in hand with MK Ultra decades ago. They use it on us daily with media. Great premise for a show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of the, um, it would be very hard for Hollywood to write that. The CIA would probably come in and squash it. Wouldn't let them, wouldn't let them make it. Steve Ryman said, burgers, you can mix up the toppings, the spices on the meat, the bun. Try a burger on a brioche bun and thank yes. you later. That is all. Oh, nice with just lots of butter all over the bun. Mm. <laughs> you can no. crack an egg on it. That's what they all do at the trendy restaurants. Crack I don't an need egg, an on, egg on my burger. Get out of here. <laughs> Jane H. Wilder said, who the F greenlights this ish face palms? That's a fair question. Who does greenlight maybe, this stuff? Maybe there's no oversight, maybe. and that's the issue. Maybe we just assume that there's these really like dynamic workplaces going on, and it's just an, an ish show the whole time. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I couldn't get the slap loud enough, so I had to like... Oh. I couldn't get the I couldn't get the slap loud enough, so I had to like go into post and like uh, manipulate the game like with a filter to make it so you can really hear the slap at the beginning. That's my favorite part. It's incredible. Doll click. Thank said, you guys. I got the cast brew and it's supposed to go out today. Really? I love this show Ooh. and all is as it should be, but 
Should be until we learn. If we don't learn, then that is our demise, I guess. True. I learned. I read that terribly. We Sorry. should do a taste test. Uh, so, so you test. experienced just a few moments of what it's like to be me most days when I can't read anything <laughs> properly. Story of my life. See, no, the, uh, never more does the uh, imposter syndrome hit when I try to read something. It basically comes out like gobbledygook. That's a good word. Nothingness. Uh, nothing at all understandable. So it is what it is. All right, guys, before we go, could you one more time hit the like button, subscribe to this channel if you've not done so already. Thank you very much. Kellen, my friend, thank you so much for being here. Today. Thank you, guys. Um, you can follow me at KellenPDL, and uh, I just want to say no matter how upset and angry you get at the world, it is therapeutic to talk about it with real people and not online. Sit down, have a conversation That's with somebody, true. even if you guys are talking about the same thing. Uh, get it out. Get it off your chest. Feels good. Thank you, guys. That's true. Perfect. Thank Mary, you for that message. There's one more super chat there. Yes. Hi, Vulture 75 said, outside, it sounds like a tornado is about to hit my house. I have no basement. Oh, be safe, but don't bro. worry, PCC. I'll hit the like <laughs> button before I die. <laughs> Thank it means you. a lot. Thank you. That's your, your last decision on this earth. Oh. Um, at, well, while you're at it, uh, you should go on Instagram, send me some validation. That is Mary Archived, or send me some hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived, and uh, see you in the next Real life. Quick, do you remember that kid that survived the tornado while playing Fortnite? He no. Was like, it, was like a, it was a few years ago when Fortnite first came out. He's like, well, if I'm going to go, I might as well win this Fortnite game. He died game. doing what he loved. <laughs> no, he survived, but like he was prepared to go, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Perfect. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasvik on both of those platforms. Remember, Pop Culture Crisis is here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, we're on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore show. Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. I also want to reiterate that we do have an audio version of this podcast. It's on Spotify, Amazon nice. Music, Apple Podcasts, platforms like that. Go ahead on whatever your audio podcast platform of choice is and leave us a five-star review. Nothing lower than that. Thank you very much. We will be back, guys, with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then. Adios. Bye. Later.